93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday. It is Halloween, October 31st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A two-alarm fire caused damage to a car dealership in Montgomery County early Wednesday morning. The fire began at 1 a.m. at the Carfagno uh, Chevrolet on the 1200 block of Ridge Pike in Plymouth Township. Authorities say the fire began in the garage in the back of the dealership. Although there was uh, fire damage to the showroom, the flames were mostly contained to that service area. So far, one car has officially been reported damage, but the Plymouth fire chief says multiple cars likely suffered damage. There was a vehicle in each bay at the time of the fire. With the amount of vehicles that were in the service bay, there were explosions, we believe, maybe fuel tanks, tires, and whatever else that added to the large amount of fire that we had, he said. Yeah, imagine you put your car in to be serviced and... uh, Yeah. (laughs) We have something to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Come back. Here, this is a steering wheel. You're going to want to keep that. Right. <laughs> Utility crews were called to the scene to cut off power and gas to the building. A firefighter was injured, but it wasn't from the fire itself. So listen to this. A civilian drove uh, their car over the fire hose, popping the fire hose up, and it striked the, it, it hit the um, oh the firefighter. God. Yeah, they said he's going to be okay. the guy in the face? I don't know if it was in the face. Oh, my I God. I don't know. Oh, it was in the leg, I heard. But wow. those things, I mean, those That's fire heavy. hose, they're heavy, they're huge. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fire was placed under control at about 4.30 in the morning. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. A Westchester University student is accused of hiding a phone to record women in the bathroom. 24-year-old Joshua Yanuzi of Honeybrook recorded more than 20 females uh, inside uh, various locations. The recordings were made in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Maryland. Again, if this is your thing, there already exists... A wealth of already shot, edited, and in some cases, musically scored video of this perversion. (laughs) It's done much better. And by willing participants. Yeah, but this is, I guess it's the thrill of getting it for some people. It's very bizarre. I don't understand I don't, it. I don't Yanuzi is a music theater student and was scheduled to perform in the university's production of My Fair Lady in November, according to the <laughs> Chester County District Attorney's Office. That's perfect. The, the guy who's, who's recording women taking a dump is is uh, part of the My Fair Lady <laughs> yep. production. The investigation began after a young woman using a single-person bathroom at the Bull Center on Westchester University's campus discovered an iPhone pointing at the toilet and recording. The victim gave the iPhone to police. According to investigators, Yunuzi can be seen on surveillance video entering the bathroom before the victim and then checking the bathroom after she left. Police say Yunuzi specifically targeted young women he knew and would hide his iPhone to record women in various states of nudity. He engaged in this activity for his own sexual gratification, according to the district attorney's office, and allegedly made such recordings more than 50 times in the past two years. Police say Yunuzi accidentally recorded images of himself hiding the phones in the bathrooms. Some of those images were released to the DA's office. Investigators say in addition to the Bull Center at Westchester University, the other incidents occurred at the uh, Footlighters Theater in Berwyn, the Genesis Theater in Reading, a street lamp production theater in Rising Sun, Maryland, a residence in Philadelphia, multiple residents in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, a residence in Westchester, and one in Reading. You were... You're, you know, you're completely vulnerable when you're you're going to go to the bathroom and you can't even, oh. you know. Oh, I can't even, I like, sw- think about people when I'm using, like, oh you know, when I'm sitting down yeah. to use a bathroom. Like, just the, the idea of, of people makes me feel really, really uncomfortable and vulnerable. And the idea that people are watching, oh, my God. Listen, wait, wait, I'm, hold I... On, hold on, hold on. The idea of people. I, I can't think <laughs> of people. I, I like the idea. You of cannot people. think of other people on Earth. No, no. Yeah, we carried on conversations in side by side stalls. You talk all the time <clears> when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, but that's different. You that's, love us. That's a, a, a lot different. 
I. You mean you don't want to? You don't? You can't have the image of somebody else? No, I that? can't. I, I can't imagine like people. Like so, a, a, a recurring nightmare of mine. Okay, is I have to go to the bathroom. And and they're the only he choice had an I had. Issue when it came to going oh, to the bathroom, he couldn't think of other people. But then a young therapist entered his life. Oh my, my name is Kathy Romano, and I think I can help. I don't know if I can help with this one. He's looking. I'll have you thinking of so many people when you make a dump, your head will spin. I've never heard. I, I, I mean, but I, I don't understand. I don't understand. So there's what you're a recurring. Saying. I'm still trying to get to the. You're the yeah. therapist. Yeah. 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 I Thank you. Well, well, how stupid is this? Tell me. No. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is the most ridiculous thing I've heard. <laughs> Go on. Go this, on. This yeah. is our new segment. Do we yeah. really need to hit this now? <laughs> what? Uh, you, just any? Do, right, do we really? Jot down some ideas. Uh, we'll, we'll, Preston, maybe we'll visit this later. As uh, okay, Unusia okay, is charged with more than 100 offenses <laughs> and has been banned mind. from Westchester University's campus. Uh, anyone with information or think that they might be a victim is asked to contact the Chester County detectives. The principal of Great Valley High School in Malvern resigned Tuesday after being charged following his admission to police and prosecutors that he stole prescription drugs from the school's nurse's office, Philly.com uh. reported. Michael Flick, who has been the school's principal since 2012, acknowledged his involvement in the incident has cooperated with authorities and said he is seeking treatment according to an email sent to parents by Great Valley School District Superintendent. 44-year-old Flick has been charged with multiple counts of possession of a controlled substance and theft. The missing pills were treating ADHD. Flick told uh, police that he had been addicted to drugs since an automobile accident several years ago, according to the source. Uh, The investigation began after the school nurse notified last uh, Wednesday that, uh, I'm sorry, noticed last Wednesday that 93 pills were unaccounted for uh, according to the criminal complaint, they had been removed from six containers belonging to five students. Charges were filed after the East Whiteland Police Department and Chester County District Attorney's Office conducted an investigation narrowing, da- narrowing down who had access to the nurse's office and reviewing video footage. The school district in Charlestown, East Whiteland, and Willistown Townships uh, is an affluent ex- uh, expanse of eastern Chester County and is known for the highly rated schools. Uh, this specific high school had about 1,500 students in it. The superintendent said Great Valley High School students will be offered guidance and support today and told that additional counselors will be on hand. Uh, the assistant principal, who has been there also since 2002, will assume the role of principal. My mom used to uh, teach in that school district, Kathy, and uh, the guy that this principal followed was this guy named Steve Swimer, who was a legend in, in the um, as a principal of Great Valley. He'd been there for years and years and years, and, and I wonder uh, if this guy was the immediate um uh, successor, successor to uh, uh, Principal Swimer or not, but um, it was just this guy that uh, everybody loved and one hundred percent respected. Huh. Such a shame. Absolutely. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Nolan Patrick scored late in the third period, and the Flyers beat the Ducks 3-2 yeah. to end a three-game losing streak. Ah, he did it. Oscar, he did it! Oscar Lindblom had possession of the puck behind the net and found a wide-open Patrick, who buried it past Ryan Miller with a minute 51 remaining for his third goal, goal of the season. Flyers goalie Brian Elliott made 23 saves to earn the victory. The win marks the first time since February of 2008 that the Flyers beat the Ducks in regulation. Anaheim was on an 11-0-3 streak against Philadelphia. Sean Couturier and Ivan Provorov scored the Flyers' other goals, and the road trip through California continues tonight, uh, tomorrow night, and they'll play the Kings in Los Angeles. 
Kawhi Leonard scored 31 points. Pascal Siakam had 15 points and a career-high 15 rebounds. And the Raptors beat the Sixers 129-112 last night in Toronto. It was the Sixers' 12th consecutive loss north of the border. Ben Simmons narrowly missed a triple-double, finishing with 11 points, 10 rebounds, uh, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds. But uh, he also committed 11 turnovers. The Sixers are back home tomorrow night with a game against the L.A. Clippers. And the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. It is uh, 1120 a.m. on this this Wednesday morning. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Well, that's where we have gotten used to anyway. But I tell you what, it was easier to get up. It was... Pretty easy to get up this morning, yeah. I thought, man, because of the, uh, the the time change and the difference that we've gotten used to over the last five days. Agreed. Did, yeah, did you uh, fall asleep early last I night? I did, okay. yeah. yeah. I passed out like 7 o'clock, man, because it was a long travel day yesterday. Our hours were off a tad bit, and it was wonderful. I just stayed up to the regular time. I figured I'd shotgun it and try to just force things back, and it he, seemed to work. Yeah, I had no choice. I, I had to go regular time because Jace was, you know, excited to, yes. to see me. And you're home, you're kiss. home. Yeah, Where'd you that. get me? <laughs> it was nice to come back to this weather, man. It was gorgeous yesterday, and it yeah. was cold in England. You know? Yeah. It, it, was, it was beautiful, but it was pretty chilly the whole time we were there. And it's abnormally warm. We're about 10 degrees above where we should be right about now, so uh, that's, that was kind of nice. Uh, so <laughs> Flawless yeah. trick-or-treat weather. We have returned, and uh, we are set some sure we'll have uh, more stories uh, from London to share over, you know, the next few weeks as they kind of trickle out. But uh, in the meantime, we've got business to take care of. We have a new Word of the Week prize. Well, it's not new. I mean, we got you the letter on Monday. And I guess Pierre hopefully gave you a letter yesterday Uh, because it went up on the... I do not see it, but it very well might have happened. Marissa has a thumbs up, and she's she's writing it down right, right. now. So we'll uh, we'll give away a chance for you to uh, live large like Marissa, and I'll give you those details a little bit later on uh, this morning. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day, so we'll check in with those guys, and uh, we're getting all set for Halloween. And par- apparently, there's a Sprint Halloween party Yay! in the studio uh, with right. winners from events today. So. Let's all find out what happens there. Uh, so there will be people arriving. We'll have to get to listen. We're just, you know, we've, we've been busy the last few days. So uh, we will figure all of this out as we go through the course of the morning. And it is a Wednesday, so we have a secret text where a chance for you to win tickets as MMR presents Hailstorm. And in this moment, they'll be playing the BB&T Pavilion indoors on Saturday, November 17th. And tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. If you want your chance to win, uh, just text the word secret to 39333. We're going to send back a word to you, ask you to call in a little bit later on with that word, and designated caller wins. And we will also have a random texter that we'll choose from as well. It looks like we have a movie screening of Overlord coming up. Oh, oh. very cool. Yeah, but November you know what? November 7th is when that is. We, what? We, we have, have something else? Well, this one's coming up, uh, what is today, Wednesday? Yeah, yeah so, so this is coming up tomorrow. Yeah, you know what? I need to do giveaways for this. So this is not for Overlord. This is for Instant Family, and it does involve a Q&A. Casey's going to be hosting this. It's tomorrow night. And it'll be at 7 o'clock at the Landmark Ritz East in Old City. And uh, it will be Casey and Sean Anders, who is the writer and director of the film. And you may win a trip to the L.A. premiere, which is coming up November 11th. Uh, You and your guest can enter once on site for the trip. You have to be at least 21 years of age. And you have to be present for the Q&A, which is going to be after the film. But uh, if you win the trip, it's airfare, hotel, uh, tickets to the film premiere, and a Paramount Pictures studio lot tour. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. So let's take 10 callers, and we'll put you on that list for that movie tomorrow night in Old City, 215-263-WMMR. Go ahead and give us a call. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll roll out the entertainment report, the super question, more giveaways, and it's Ooh. Halloween, obviously. So we're going to be talking about some of that a little bit as we get set for the evening of trick-or-treating. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us this morning. President and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. 
This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You are guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring easy with no BS. Check him out at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, you know that I go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. Whether you want a rejuvenating massage or a refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massage or facial start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their over 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spa for details. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. So, stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Museum of American Revolution. And the question that I have for you, and uh, Casey came up with this for Halloween, in Nightmare on Elm Street 3, we find out that Freddy Krueger is the bastard son of who? 215-263-WMMR. I think you it was the bastard. third one. I think it was the third one. Might have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah, it, it floats through actually a couple of them. Yeah. But there's a scene where we find out that Freddy Krueger is the bastard son of who... 215 or whom, 215-263-WMMR is the number. So on Father's Day, who receives a gift from Freddy Krueger? Yeah. yeah. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's go through the birthdays. Today, on Wednesday, October 31st, and uh, it's kind of interesting. I didn't know that this group celebrated a uh, Halloween birthday. Uh, all these people. Larry Mullen Jr., drummer oh, really? of, of U2, yeah. Huh. Uh, is 57 years old today. And uh, we Check just said, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. We just said bastard. Uh, uh, the story on Monday that they are currently working on a uh, tribute album. They'll be contributing to it uh, for T Rex. Yes. They're, they're going to do their version of uh, Bang a Gong, which was the biggest T Rex hit, which is pretty cool. You said, solid drummer. He's a great Gets drummer. Gets done. Definitely, and, uh, you had, interviewed him, yeah. Definitely has no style. No, I never met Larry. I met uh, Adam. Oh, there you go, bass player, a couple of times. Uh, so he's fifty-seven. Uh, it's also Adam Horvitz's birthday today, aka King Ad Rock of the Beastie Boys, and Ad Rock is fifty-two years old today. Wow, I love that guy. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, had, I I grew to appreciate them more. After this song had come out. Uh, well, I agree. And yeah. then even more after I saw them in concert. Um, it, but I liked them when they first came out. Like, you know, fight for your right to party. I didn't. But I, like, I, I don't took a like while. that now. Yeah, 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 it took a while to go. But but then seeing them, the fact that they actually play yeah. and are actually um, big jazz fans, uh, they're, they're a lot more eclectic than you would have believed from the beginning. And this is him on vocals on this particular song, right? I don't know who yeah. who is who when they when they rap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This no is rock. Uh, so he is uh, 52 years old today. Uh, Peter Jackson, the director, uh, the Lord of the Rings films and The Hobbit, uh, King Kong, The Lovely Bones, whole lot of great stuff. And obviously. he's recently, President, we just talked about, uh, was it Monday or Friday, um, about this documentary that it gets all the World War One footage they could dig up. They restored it and colorized it yeah. to kind of make it in a way we are not used to processing World War One. I. I was showing you some of the stills. Yeah, they it's managed amazing. to add some depth to it, put yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, feel in it, so it's it's pretty cool. It's, so It's called They Shall Not Grow Old. Yes. That's what it is. That's yeah. it, Nick. I'm looking at a photo, and it has a color uh, photo blended right into a black and white photo. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. So he is celebrating his uh, 57th birthday today. Piper Parabo, the actress uh, from Coyote Ugly. That's that was just she, on. 
kind of first surfaced. That, that movie's so realistic. Oh, jeez, it's so bad. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's so bad, but the girls are really, really gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Got to hand them that. Uh, she was also in The Prestige and uh, some other things. She's 42. Rob Schneider, uh, who has been by here on a couple of occasions, <laughs> Saturday Night Live alum and uh, tons of different movies, especially the Adam Sandler movies. You, you know what, movies. what What movie, the two movies, he, he really cracks me up, and I think he's legitimately funny, but the Grown Ups movies. His his character. Oh yeah, because he's with the older woman, he's with right? The older yeah. woman, and he wears that horrible toupee. Uh, he's fifty five today. Yes. Does he make an appearance at all oh. in Billy Madison? I don't know. He's in every Sandler film. Uh, I, that I don't know, Casey. I don't Does think it, so. All right, because I don't know if you noticed, but uh, assistant producer Connor is dressed as Billy Madison this oh. morning. Is he? Yes. Very nice. It took me a little while oh, for That's right. There you yes. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice outfit. I like that, man. We are dressed as tired, <sighs> jet lagged people. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is going to be our. <laughs> we apologize. By the way, his daughter is uh, L. King, the singer. She did uh, X's and O's. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good song. Yeah, it is yeah. a good song. Uh, so he is 55 today. Uh, Dermot Mulroney, uh, who was in My Best Friend's Wedding, About Schmidt, a bunch of other stuff, and most recently in that Michael Giacchino short film that he did. He's yeah. in that, right? Yeah. He plays a string instrument, cello or violin. You're correct. Yeah, and, and so he's a classically trained musician, and I think that's how he struck up a friendship with Giacchino. And yeah. he's, he's done studio work with He him. has, yeah. And then he ended up in that that weird uh, Japanese game show thing. And he's also, uh, Kathy, he's great on Shameless. He plays a yes. heroin addict yeah, and, yeah, and marries yeah. oh. uh, the main, uh, or they almost get married, but he's he's a really interesting story arc. Preston, okay. wasn't he in that uh, Jennifer Connelly movie in the uh, in the uh, the store? I want to say he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's one of the two thieves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, And that was several years ago. So he is uh, 55 today. Uh, actor Stephen Ray, a uh, famous British actor, uh, he was in The Crying Game. Yes. Uh, he was in V for Vendetta. He plays the uh, the inspector. In... <laughs> That's The Crying Game. That's him. What a performance. Uh, you v, win. For, v for Vendetta, uh, Interview with the Vampire, and uh, lots of other stuff. He's 72. Uh, Brian Doyle Murray, you know, uh, brother of Bill, but he he's on his own. He's done just fine. Well, we were just talking about the um, the Chris Elliott show and the, uh, the E.T. Uh, Parody that they did in that. So he he, the show had two seasons. In the first season, it was Chris Elliott with his parents, and then he was with Brian Doyle Murray in the second season. That guy is just hilarious. I yeah. just always thought he's it the was boss his... in a vacation in a Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. I always yeah. thought it was his dad. No, so wait, he how old, old is he and how old is Bill? Well, he's seventy three. He's Bill's older brother, but I don't know what age Bill is. Uh, but uh, he was also in Caddyshack. He's the guy that runs the Caddyshack. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Wayne's World. He's uh, Noah, you know the guy who has the arcades. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, how old is uh, Bill today? Uh, he's five years younger than Brian. Okay, and uh, so he's you know he pops up in Groundhog Day. He's uh, the guy. He's the mayor. Uh, he is seventy three years. He's got old a great today. voice. He does. Uh, Dan Rather. Oh my God! Celebrates his birthday today, and Dan. Uh, still keeps it going with this uh, series called The Big Interview. I'm a rocker at heart. Dude, and he, he gets the biggies. He gets the the big, you know, the guys, the Roger Daltrey. I of the rocked your world, didn't I, bitch? Uh, <laughs> and he's he's a big rock fan. Uh, so it's I, I've watched a few of the, the, uh, the interviews. They're great. Uh, he's 87 years old today. Maybe he'll interview Vanilla Ice, who has a birthday. I love Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice has his love birthday. Love him. Love and, hip-hop. As well with uh, Dan Rather. He's uh, 51 years Lose old Lose the zero and get with the hero. Uh, Robert Van Winkle, of course, <laughs> uh, is his real name. So. He was a two-life crew fan. Super huge. Uh, was Dan he Rather? Rather, yeah. Oh, Dan Rather was. Wow. 
I Who's... thought you were talking about Vanilla Ice. No. Easy E was his favorite yeah. in the band. So. Face down, ass up. Uh, so, <laughs> Face down, ass up, bitch. Uh, so Vanilla is uh, 51 today, Robert Van Winkle. Uh, it's also an American hero, Michael Collins' birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah, a member of the Apollo 11 crew. He um, had um, he was he was basically he was the one who was keeping the car running basically. Yeah, that's a good way <laughs> yeah, to put yeah, it. Yeah, he was yeah, in the, the command car. module, and uh, while uh, Neil and Buzz were down on the surface of the moon, he was making sure that uh, they had a ride back. They could get back. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah. So he's uh, eighty eight years. Could old you today. imagine? Because they went down. They they were buds. You know. They so they go down obviously to the to the moon. He's up there by himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, they left him some drawing paper and stuff. So he never stepped foot on the moon. No, no sir. No. Yep. Uh, you know, well, all right, so how many people we went were to there? Orlando? It was though. three of them, right? What's that? Like, dude, just let, hey, you know, one second, just go jump out on the moon real quick. Well, he was orbiting. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> he, was, he, was not the, he was not in the limb. He was orbiting above the moon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not true. aware of how that I works? don't really know. No, I don't really. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't even get some. I'm going to go out. <laughs> I'm right here. Casey okay, so he stayed in the command module. The oh. lunar module went down to the oh, surface. Oh, see, I didn't know that. He was he was orbiting above. He had to catch them on their way back up. Yeah, okay, well, then that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Still, what a dick move. Hey, why don't you come on down? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! Uh, Okay, Michael Collins is 88 years old today. Uh, Then we have Jane Pauley, the newscaster from the day, uh, uh, former newscaster and former uh, Today Show host. I love her. Married to Gary Trudeau, the Doonesbury Mm -hmm. guy. And then the last birthday, Willow Smith. I saved the youngest for last. I whip my hair back. I whip my hair back. <laughs> Dan Rather. Absolutely. He'd throw out a uh, his back if he tried to whip his hair Ow. back and forth. Uh, Willow Smith Where's is... Where's my back brace? She is a mere 18 years old today. Do you know where she's actually uh, proving to be pretty good? I've watched a few of those... Uh, Red Table Talks on Facebook. Yeah. Well, not on Facebook, but clips yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah. And she's on it with Jaded Pinkett Smith, and she's actually has interesting things to say. Cool, so. man. Nice. So, uh, happy 18th. A big birthday for her today. All right, we're going to see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. I don't see any anything up on my screen here other than people on hold. Normally, we have I names. I my hair back. Normally, we have names and so forth, but we'll, uh, we'll give it a shot here. Uh, this was from Casey in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. We find out uh, that Freddy Krueger is the bastard son of who... Two one five two six three WMMR. Can I try this case? Yeah. Should I go it. ahead? Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to go to this caller. I do not know your name. If you can hear me, you're on the air. Hi. Who is this? This is Lou. Hey, Lou. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Good. So in uh, Elm Street 3, we find out Freddy Krueger is the bastard son of who? Uh, Amanda Krueger. Um, well, <laughs> he's, 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 bastard. A- he's actually technically... Yeah, he's right. I got to give it to him. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not what we were going that for. Was his but, name? Uh, yes, yeah, that was his mom's name. Yeah, that was his We didn't even think of that what, you know, variation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what I was going for was the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. <laughs> Come on, Lou. <laughs> but technically, the mom is Amanda Krueger. She was a nun yeah. who got left in the asylum over uh, over uh, spring break. Yeah, it was, yeah well, yeah. I think it was out. Yeah, it, was, it was shut down for a few days or something, and they uh, they they. Had their way with they her. Had their way with her, and then we got Freddie. So, you know what? Nice job, Lou. Hang on. We're going to get your information, and we're going to give you... You 
a uh, <laughs> bastard. Pair of tickets for the Museum of American Revolution. <laughs> Opening October 27th, the museum presents uh, Hamilton Was Here, Rising Up in Revolutionary Philadelphia Limited Run Interactive Experience, Tracing Hamilton's Rise in the Philadelphia Region. Uh, for tickets, you can visit amrevmuseum.org. Let's get into the entertainment stuff, and let's start with the royal family. We just returned from their home. I wonder if they miss us. Uh, while greeting fans at Auckland's Viaduct Harbor in New Zealand Tuesday, Prince Harry uh, stopped to talk to a six-year-old named Otia Nante, uh, who had just lost his mother. And Harry, who, of course, lost his mother, Princess yes. Diana, when he was a child, comforted him. Uh, saying, life will always be all right. You know that? I've made it to 34 years old, and life is great. I have a beautiful wife and a baby on the way. Your but life... your royalty! I know, that's what I was thinking, too! Yeah. No, it's still, apparently the child was very uh, touched by it. It was very sweet for him to do that. Your life is going to be sorted, he said. Don't you worry about that. And he even broke royal protocol and posed for a photo uh, with the young boy, which was nice of him to do. Meanwhile, a new royal biography about Prince Charles, uh, titled Charles at 70, Thoughts, Hopes, and Dreams, is claiming that uh, Harry repeatedly lost his temper before the wedding. Uh, in an excerpt published in the Daily Mail, uh, a petulant Harry yelled at the Kensington Palace staff, what Meghan wants, she gets, apparently. Now, I could, see, I-, I could see maybe maybe they were trying to handle him and saying, look... She's maybe, you know, you know what I mean? She's, she's yeah. a commoner, she's an actress, and, and maybe they were trying to say... She's a, she's a whore. <laughs> something she's along those American lines. She's an American slut. And maybe he, was, maybe he was just backing up his uh, his soon-to-be wife, you know? I, I think so. You know, it, it, for example, I don't know if you have it. Do you have the uh, the entertainment, uh, the story about uh, the, the guy from Queen who played Freddie Mercury? I, I always forget oh, his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rami. Uh, Ravi. Right. Rami. Rami. Was it Rami? Rami, Rami. Malek. Rahm yeah. Emanuel. Yeah. So uh, uh, anyway, there was he. A fan came up and asked him to do a, a video, an audio recording for a, a friend. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Can you say hi to my friend? Right. And I and it, so you see it in print, and it's like, oh, okay. But then you see the actual clip of what yeah. he did. It was it. very nice. She's she's holding up a selfie, uh, yeah, the yeah. camera, and it's on video. And he goes, she goes, can you say hi to my friend? He goes, no, but I'll take a picture with you. And so they smile and they take the picture, and that's totally it. fine. But if you read it, it's like no, 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 no. I will leave me alone. But it was really, it was really yeah. quick. No, because yeah. I have a feeling if he starts doing videos, he'll be there all night. Yeah. Everybody's going to want him to do a little video. So he's mm-hmm. like, no, but I'll take a picture with you. So yeah. I, I would imagine that this, the truth probably falls somewhere in, in yeah. between here. I agree, Steve. Uh, on the big day itself, Robert uh, Jobson had claimed that uh, Harry was almost shaking with tension. <laughs> And I don't know who Rob Johnson is. So. He wrote Prince Harry Smash. He wrote this book. He wrote this book. Okay, Prince. Robert Jobson. What did you say? Prince Harry Smash? Okay. Jenna Dewan. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Or is it Dewan? Dewan? Whatever she wants. I'm telling you. She's gorgeous. Dewan she's gets. so stunning. Yeah. Uh, she is apparently dating... <clears throat> Tony Award-winning actor Steve Kazi, uh, according to reports, a source tells are the two getting Kazi? Uh, I guess so. so. Well, I had that report the other day at the at the Halloween party. Yeah, a yeah. source tells people that they've been dating for a couple of months, and she's really happy. Uh, the blast was the first to report the news, likely tipped off by an Instagram photo posted by a pal. A group had hit a haunted hayride in Griffith Park. 
uh, news of the man's identity, because there have been reports of uh, of her link to a mystery man, uh, comes days after she officially filed for divorce from Channing Tatum, which we talked about the other day. You've got to see like footage from her. I think it was Stomp the Yard or one of the the dance movie where she met uh, Channing Tatum. Um, I mean, yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, and she's a dancer, right? Yes, and dancers are in fantastic shape. Uh, so she, they had announced their split in April. They share one daughter, Everly, who is five, and they are requesting joint legal and physical custody of her. Uh, and uh, Dewan is seeking child and spousal support from Channing. And Tatum has been linked to singer Jesse J. By the way, as we reported the other day too. Uh, Kazi had Kazi had won a Tony for his work in the Broadway production once. And he has also appeared in TVs in Nashville and on Shameless as well, Kath. So I don't know what is who he played. It may have been a smaller role. But... I'm wondering if Preston, oh. this is sort of a way, not that she would do this, but if, if this means that she might end up on Broadway. Because yeah. she certainly has the skill set to do that. He, he, also, play, Nick? he also was married to uh, Emma Roberts. Uh, is that who the, uh, Emmy Rossum? Emma Roberts, Emmy Rossum. Emmy Rossum from Shameless? Shameless, yes. yes. Okay. Preston he just was... mentioned Shameless. He was, she's had several, um, Suitors, husbands, boyfriends, whatever, and he was he was the one, the musician. Well, he's doing well. Oh, he was like the good one. Everybody liked him. Yes, and then uh, she cheated on him with Dermot Mulroney. With the heroin addict. With the heroin addict. And it's his birthday today. Right. It all comes full circle. He plays the cello. All right, so uh, apparently they are, I guess, a couple. So we'll see how, if if that's going to pan out or not, if it's going to go the distance. We support her 100%. And and I support uh, Channing and the uh, Jesse J connection. Yes, uh, it's a good call, too. Wonderful. All right, so Kanye West, I thought he was done on social media. Yes, yes, is that the word? Yeah, so good that he was finished. Uh, But (laughs) he's back on Twitter. And he has decided to distance himself from politics now. He opened up about his change. <laughs> For this week. Of heart on Twitter. I know. We'll have to see where it goes. In a series of tweets, he said, My eyes are now wide open and now realize that I've been used to, uh, I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Preston, I, I see you struggling with this. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> you're right. And yeah. you're going to try to understand this. You can't. You can't. You can't wrap your mind around around the mind of a genius. Yeah. Uh, he then uh, addressed Blexit merchandise. So it's a it's a uh, Candace Owens and a number of black conservatives have put together right. this uh, riff on Brexit. Right. So Brexit, it, bleh, it, it's supposed bleh, to encourage... Bleh. African-Americans who support the Democratic Party to become Republican. As previously reported, the merchandise was available this past weekend at Candace Owens Turning Point USA's Black Young Leadership Summit in Washington, D.C. And Kanye said, I introduced Candace to the person who made the logo and they didn't want their name on it. So she used mine. I never wanted any association with Blexit. I have nothing to do with it. So he says he has nothing to do with it. I don't know. He continued saying, I would like to thank my family, loved ones, and community for supporting my actual beliefs and my vision for a better world. I support those who risk their lives to serve and protect us, and I support holding people who misuse their power accountable. I believe in love and compassion for people seeking asylum and parents who are fighting to protect their children from violence and war. I support creating jobs and opportunities for people who need them the most. I support prison reform. I support support common sense gun laws that make our world safer. In other news, blackish actress Jennifer Lewis has revealed that uh, Kanye's camp reached out to her about helping the rapper. Jennifer, who has spoken candidly about her bipolar disorder, 
had told the New York Times, someone in Kanye's camp is trying to get me in a room with him. I know what mental illness looks like, and I know that if a person is not ready to get help, then they won't. Uh, she said, I hope that he gets himself well. Nobody is better or worse than anyone else. This is not something to point your finger at and laugh. So, But he is back on social media, I guess. We'll see where this goes. Uh, staying in that camp, uh, Kylie Jenner gave her mom an epic early birthday present on Monday, leaving her in tears with this the Chris Jenner? unexpected bounty. No, she gave it to, uh, yeah, to Chris Jenner. Yeah. She gave it to mom. So mom Chris, So Chris turns 63 on November 5th. Yeah. So I guess she wanted to give her an early birthday present so it would be a surprise. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Lifetime pass to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> no, <laughs> but she would love she that. She loves that. You know that. No, her youngest kicked off the party early with her dream car, a red 488 Gran Turismo Berlinetta Ferrari uh, that retails for about $250,000. Uh, which so is sweet to each other. Spare change for her. Oh, yeah. my God. This is the equivalent of giving that little box that says, you can never open this box because there are dreams and hopes in it, and I give it to you because I love you. You're right here. Uh, right. But, I mean... Um, so they they love giving these high end cars they to each do. other, but yes. but honestly, that is that is a a drop in the bucket, yeah. gift wise. Yeah, I was expecting. I bought you an island, uh, or um, yeah. uh, was it a Maybach? Right, yeah. Maybach. Uh, How's it pronounced? Maybach. Yeah, the Maybach. Uh, the yeah, or something in the, in the five hundred thousand million dollar range. Right. But this was her dream car. You know, Steve, oh, you she's, she's practical. She's, she's practical. Yeah, so she's she practical. doesn't want something outlandish. True. Flashy. She wants something she can go to the store in. Uh, Kylie documented. I'm going to Costco in the Ferrari. Does anybody want anything? Kylie documented the phone on Instagram, uh, on Instagram story saying, I'm on my way to my mom's house to surprise her with her birthday gift. I've had this for the last month, and I'm so excited to finally be. I love you, mommy. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> I'm so excited. I didn't mean to make you cry. She, she said, said the shot is of her, of her, of Chris Jenner sitting behind the wheel bawling. Yeah, she said, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to finally be giving it to her. It's a little dark outside, so I hope you could see it good. It's because the sun's away. <laughs> when it comes back, it will get brighter. <laughs> Chris. Oh, we can go under the lights. Uh, Chris, who is in pajamas alongside her 37-year-old boyfriend, Corey Gamble, wow. had gasped and said, what? <laughs> you didn't know that? I, maybe I did. I don't or I don't care that much, but uh, good for Chris. Yeah, I forget these things. It's funny well. because mom creates the kids and then copies the kids. Yeah, So, but she, she gasped, what? What is that? Are you kidding me? That's from you? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it definitely went like that. Uh, Let me read that again. This, I'm, I'm reading this verbatim. What is that? What is that? Are you kidding Are you me? Are you kidding me? That's from oh, you. That's for you. Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh, she's wearing. Uh, these look like. Uh, well, they're stars. I I would tap that I for would. her age. I I find Chris Jenner to be pretty sexy. She is very attractive. Mm-hmm. She is, and she's always. Uh, she, that's why. I mean, the truth of the matter is, I did see this uh, this lengthy interview with her. Uh, Harry Levin, um, you know, from TMZ, did it, and um, she's a, she's become a obviously a very savvy businesswoman. Yeah. So she ne- she didn't just hang around these people and not. She actually was the kind of person, Preston, and you have to admire it. How did you do this? Yeah. What's the best way to do this? Yeah. And oh ask my. successful people how to... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's easy. 
The Kardashian Jenners have a long celebrated an extra have long celebrated an extra candle with a new car. Kylie herself was given a three hundred twenty thousand dollar Ferrari by Tyga on her eighteenth birthday. Right. Now you remember the remember word that. was he originally gave her a uh, Mercedes that was being repossessed. Uh huh. Yeah. No idea. So he had... well, he had then given her one hundred eighty nine thousand dollars Mercedes on her nineteenth birthday. Okay. So. So his 18th was the Ferrari, 19th was the Mercedes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So uh, happy birthday, Chris Jenner. Hey, this is really nice. Our buddy Bob Saget got married over the weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, he and uh, Kelly Rizzo uh, got together and had their nuptials on Sunday in Santa Monica, posting a classic wedding photo of the pair a day later. And he wrote on Instagram, okay, so we went and did it, and damn, are we happy. Uh, we love Bob. He's just the nicest guy. Yeah. I think we played an interview with him yesterday. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah, in the, in the best of segment because we were traveling uh, and uh, several people commented on Instagram and Twitter that, uh, yes, in fact, Bob had just gotten married. Uh, Bob, who is 62, and Rizzo, who is 39. Uh, she, by the way, is the host of Eat, Travel, Rock TV. Not familiar. I'm not familiar with that either. They got engaged in November. Uh, he proposed while the two were watching Stranger Things on an iPad. He said, I got up to go to the restroom. I opened the safe, and I took out a ring that I had been hiding for four days, and I got down on one knee. Uh, Saget previously told Entertainment Tonight that Rizzo is, quote, a great person, and most miraculously of all, she understands me, and I understand her. She's <clears throat> very pure of heart. When you hang out with him for any time, he is a, he is a guy who cares a lot. You know, he really he has yeah. a sensitive side to him. Yeah. Among the wedding guests was uh, singer John Mayer. Uh, Saget, who has uh, three daughters with first wife Sherry Kramer, enjoy- enjoyed his uh, second excuse me, wedding day after a professional development emerged this week. Variety reported that Bob is going to host ABC's new Videos After Dark, which is a raunchier version of America's Funniest Home Videos. Is that really? right? Isn't that great? I love America's Home Videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, any idea when that's going to start airing? You know, Steve, I don't know. I think they just announced it, so I'm not really sure, which is good for him, man. That's cool. We love Bob. Uh, Lucas Hedges, actor, yes. who's in Lady Bird, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Manchester by the Sea. We just uh, had his dad in. Uh, who was his dad? Peter Hedges from uh, Ben's, Ben is Back. <laughs> he plays Ben. He plays Ben. No kid. Oh, yeah. that's right. I forgot. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. correct. Well... Uh, he's earned an Oscar nomination and a lot of attention for his acting, but the 21-year-old has mixed feelings about his newfound fame, which has uh, many trying to figure out how he should be categorized in a number of ways. Uh, he was on Ellen DeGeneres' show, and he said basically that he can't be categorized, especially when it comes to his sexuality. He said, I was fortunate enough to be raised, uh, and then he goes on and said, I went to a progressive liberal arts school for my whole life, uh, and he said, in sixth grade, I had a health teacher, and he presented the idea of sexuality existing on a spectrum. It's not really that you exist 100% one thing and 100% another thing. Uh, from that moment on, I always identify myself as existing within that spectrum, and I see it as something that's more fluid, not just as uh, black and white. Uh, the conversation is timely. Hedges can next be seen in Boy Erased which also features Nicole Kidman. The film is based on a coming-of-age memoir of the same name by Gerard Conley about a boy who he's going to play uh, who is forced into gay conversion therapy by his family and his church. And Nicole Kidman plays his mom in that. So does he say he's he's um, he's uh, uh, he dabbles in all? Or He's not saying that. He just okay. doesn't put it. He doesn't categorize it yeah. as anything in particular. And if, if he wants to change, then he, then he can. Suck it. Yeah. 
Barbara Streisand, who starred in a previous incarnation of the blockbuster A Star is Born, uh, gave some faint praise of it. That doesn't uh, sound good. She was speaking to the New York Times, and she said, I haven't seen it completed. Uh, she said, Bradley, meaning Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Uh, did don't, don't try to steal our bestie. Did show me the opening. She said, I was surprised by how similar it was to my version. I love how he used the drag bar. I thought that was new and interesting, but what I've seen of the film, I really liked. So she hasn't seen the whole movie yet, so she's not really panning it. She's Seems just, like he stole a lot from my version, and I love it. Uh, Barbara won an Oscar in 1977 for Best Original Song. Yeah, uh, not for, for the not for the, any of the performances in the movie. No, but it was for yeah. the uh, the song she, she wrote. Was that with Paul Williams too? Right? I don't know. Was that, that Evergreen? Evergreen? Yeah. Yeah. Then it must have been. Uh, let's see here. William Daniels. He is the guy who played Mr. Feeney in Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Uh, he reportedly stopped a burglar from entering his home over the weekend. He's ninety-one years old. Uh, he and his wife, wow. Bonnie Bartlett, were sitting at a door at the at their home in uh, the San Fernando Valley Saturday when someone tried to kick in the back door. Did you hear how he stopped it? Yeah, he turned uh, the lights on and off. There was more, oh. which they didn't report. He okay. hopped up into a vent in the ceiling, and then he dropped down. There were four guys in their arms, and he okay. dropped down on the one guy, and he put the one guy's arm in a brace and then had him fire, pulled the trigger, and oh. headshots on the other three. And then twisted it back and shot him in the head. Wow. I didn't know that one. Pretty good move. This is amazing. <laughs> that 91. And God bless. Any training no at training, all. No training, but mm-hmm. he's, he's seen it in movies. No, he turned the lights on and off and the intruder left. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh, That's probably the accurate story. Uh, his rep told people uh, someone tried to break into the home. I'll show this- you how to. Kill each other. Mr. and Mrs. William Daniels on Saturday evening. Luckily, Mr. Daniels was able to frighten away the person, and the LAPD quickly responded, and they are both well. Mr. Daniels thanks all of his fans for their concern. How long was Knight Rider on? Knight Rider? Yeah, because he was the voice of Kit. Yeah. Uh, that is... Think, maybe five seasons? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't very, very long. Um, yeah, four seasons, uh, four or five case. It okay. says one through four, but it has five years written on here. Yeah, because okay. it was uh, huge... At a you know at the perfect time of my life, Do you know what yes, I mean? like yeah. I was right in the, that wheelhouse age of like this is you know for, it was for made for people like made me. For your, yes, exactly. And then and then it went away. I mean, then they had to do stupid things like create Garth and um, his evil of, twin. Yeah, his evil and then they brought twin. it back briefly about eight years ago. That's right. Yeah. Hey, when uh, was it ever determined how? Kit would get on to the truck uh, without. Uh, what's the engineering on a car going sixty miles an hour and then hitting a ramp and then not going sixty miles an hour when it hits the ramp and rocketing through the truck to go out on the other side? Yeah, uh, no. it's you're going to damage that vehicle. <laughs> well, I get yeah, that yeah. it's a TV show, yeah, yeah. but like, how how could they? Well, the yeah. truck's going sixty two, right? Doesn't matter. Your wheels are going sixty miles an hour when they hit the, in the one, ramp. ramp. So how come you're then not going one hundred and twenty miles an hour in night in Kit? So you're you're inside the truck. Would he back? out or would he go forward out well the truck would be moving right and then he would pull into the back of the truck uh and then that's where their little headquarters were right and i don't you could do it you would just have I, to go at a, at a higher speed than the truck well no here's here's what he's saying once once the wheels hit the ramp which yeah. is not moving at all yeah your wheels are going 60 miles an hour right so they have to stop immediately but if it's slow re- down if it's rear wheel drive yeah. he'll get when he the rear wheels get to the ramp it'll launch him up the ramp right but well, you right. got to get up the ramp. Yeah. Once you hit the ramp, and you're why, still going doesn't that fast. It, why doesn't it keep just take off? Because you your wheels. Do you see what six, I'm saying? No. Yeah. Oh, I think if as far as the, the show is concerned, they don't really. They're like, don't worry about that. You know. 
but it real, was a talking car. Yeah, real physics. <laughs> Go ahead. The truck is moving, but right. the ramp is is once once these wheels are spinning, they come off a road. It's like stepping off an escalator, right? You're, or or a people mover. You know how you have to slow down real quick. Yeah, when but you it's step- not like the road. Okay, moving. we're showing it here. Let, let's take a look here. <laughs> On the on the night rider, all right. I can't believe this is yeah. Mythbusters. Okay. And, and the reason the reason being, Casey, the road isn't moving, but your car is moving that fast. And by the time you hit, you should technically be going. You should go sixty miles an hour and a dead stop and and add to the sixty miles an hour that the truck is going. I know exactly what you're talking. All right, now about. Now we're watching. Uh, so the wheels speed it up. We want to see how it works. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to come back to this Sorry. later, guys. Uh, it's five minutes this, after this and the Casey pooping thing. We got to re- cover and, later, and we're moving on. <laughs> Can you poop going up a ramp at 60 miles an hour? It was enough for Mythbusters to discuss it, so there is legitimately issues there. They just did it. Uh, So Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michelle Norris, and former White House aide Valerie Jarrett are going to be joining Michelle Obama when she goes on tour for her memoir, Becoming. Uh, Live Nation and Crown Publishing announced the star-studded cast of supporters Yesterday, uh, her book comes out on November 13th, and she'll make 12 stops in all. I haven't looked to see if she's going to oh. be stopping in our city or not. She will be. Guess, okay. Guess when? Uh-uh. Yeah. During Camp Out for Hunger. No kidding. Yeah, so yeah. all those people will so be. So yeah. you're saying Oprah and Reese and yep. Sarah and uh, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama are going to be stopping by the Camp Out for the, Hunger? Yeah, Thursday of Camp Out. The Flyers have nice. a game on Tuesday night. The Sixers have a game on Wednesday night, and the Michelle Obama tour is Thursday night. Wow. Come That'd on. be pretty awesome. Man, I tell you what. I mean, if not one what of them comes do? over... Oh, man. I'm not saying what's going to happen because it's all, it's all going to be nice and benevolent and good. But I'll just say this, entertainment giants, we will not be happy. Well, well, I think we really at this point need to call on our our, our, our political friends, you know, yes. our, our Chris Coons of the world. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys not hear that Live Nation is uh, yeah. is the one that's promoting that? Yeah, they're not going to do it, but okay. uh, Chris Coons <laughs> would. I don't know. I have faith in them. I really mm. love the guys over at Live Nation. I don't I think. think they could... No, they're good. Yeah, no, no you're it's just right. hard. It's just... I think those Politics guys... is not their, their music and obviously the entertainment. Yeah. This might They may not have as much. Uh... We'll see, though. But for the camp out, if they could help spur. Yeah. You know, a, a massive charity influx. I'm sure they'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. Or else they would earn our wrath. And we are heavy hitters in the world of local radio. <laughs> in the world of the local, local radio. radio. Yes. <laughs> you don't know. You do not know who you're missing with. Hey, we had a British fan come by. Uh, uh, we did. That yeah. one guy. I bet you Oprah has uh, a British fan. British. <laughs> All right, one last right. story. The Game of Thrones prequel series is getting closer to happening with Naomi Watts in the starring role. The prequel, still officially in pilot stage, hails from Jane Goldman, who was behind X-Men First Class and writer George R. R. Martin. Uh, what can fans expect? And this is a quote uh, from the series. Uh, it says, only one thing is for sure. From the horrifying secrets of Westeros' history to the true origin of the White Walkers, the mystery of the East to the Starks of legend, it's not the story we think we know. Did you see the description of Naomi Watts as a as a socialite? No. Yeah, that's and I'm like Game of Thrones. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's a society there. Yeah. So okay, yeah, maybe. Right. Uh, well, I hope they don't. You know, they don't go too. Uh, High-profile celebrity to cast this because what I do like, like uh, LeBron, about, well, like Jimmy Smith, for instance, <laughs> that guy does not belong in the Star Wars Stop franchise. Stop it with Jimmy Smith. Well, you're saying it's uh, distracting. It's very distracting, and, and, you, and you will look at the celebrity as opposed to the just the the 
the, the dialogue and the you, story. You know that Samuel shirt Jackson. he was wearing, in, the shirt you're wearing, the NJS in yeah. uh, London. No, Jimmy Smiths. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but like Samuel L. Jackson as a Jedi, it totally threw me off. Uh, um, you know, so... a lot of times it does not hurt to not be that aware of yeah. the people who are uh, the same way. All a good portion of the people in Game of Thrones. We were vaguely aware of. Correct. And then they became those roles. It helps sell it. I agree. You know? Yeah. All right. And we'll do the we'll do the clips now. Let's get to that. The drive to improve yourself can come from anywhere, even in tragedy. And here, actor uh, Romney Malco talks about what motivates the friends in A Million Little Things to improve themselves throughout the show. Here we go. All of the characters, to some degree or the other, have become quite content with living what we would call stagnant lives. And they're not completely fulfilled in their existences, but the the loss of this very successful, dynamic, incredibly inclusive guy. When he goes away, it kind of inspires us all to like rethink the existences that we currently have and figure out what we can do to move forward. Uh, Nick had to pull up this guy's picture for me to recall who he was. He was in the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. The, uh, he's the African-American friend, the guy that works at the store. He's great. He's hilarious. I love him. But he's very dramatic in this yeah, new series. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a new episode of A Million Little Things tonight at 10 o'clock on ABC. Let's go to the next clip. Stan Against Evil manages to constantly provide adrenaline-pumping scares and side-splitting laughs in the same show. And here, show star John C. McGinley talks about how a show like this uh, came to be. Here we go. Stan Against Evil is a comedy hiding inside of a horror film. And so the pedigree is that the writer is one of the legendary writer on The Simpsons. So he had comedy in his back pocket, but it turns out he's also a horror geek. And this is something he's been incubating for 20 years or so. That's the show you want to be on. We're gone uh, John C. McGinley, one of the greatest actors to play a douchebag ever. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. He always plays a jerk so well. Uh, in all the stuff he's been in, Point Break, and uh, he was in Scrubs, obviously. This and... is a this is a good show. Have you seen it? I have not. So it's very uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Okay, and I'm sure a lot of the uh, inspiration comes from that. Yeah, um, but it's, uh, it's it's got a similar vibe and a lot of fun. That's cool. Uh, new season of Stand Against Evil premieres tonight, ten o'clock. That is on IFC, and there it is. Your entertainment report back in the stacks. Yeah. From England. Woof. Uh, and we come back on a pretty low-key day. Halloween. Hey! So, <laughs> uh, you know how my I was I, I'm terrified. just glad we're back because uh-huh. Steve would have crashed the plane. Yeah, absolutely. It was I, running late. And Rodney is is coming back, and he's under the gun, too. He's, he's got Well, he's a, more he's so than a, us. He's yes. coming back today. He's got to do some trick-or-treating. He's, he already texted us from uh, getting on the plane. Apparently, somebody really stinky was sitting next to him, and he had to be moved. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, he's not kidding. Horrible. Horrible. Well, I had the complainer. He didn't smell, though. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, listen. (laughs) You're flying for several hours. Chances are somebody around you is going to be a pain in the ass. I had all good people. It was really fun and and, and a nice conversation, and uh, it was good. Uh, So uh, Rodney's on his way. We have Halloween, and we also have this screening tonight of Instant Family. And I need to give away these. No, it's not tonight. It's tomorrow night. Sorry. Did I say tomorrow night? You said said tonight first, and now it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Uh, Casey's hosting it as well as well as the writer and director Sean Anders, and uh, we have a chance for you to win a trip. Uh, along with that, if you attend, and you're at least 21 years of age. You can enter to the win this trip. But you have to be present for the Q and A. Uh, it's going to be the Landmark Ritz East in Old City at seven o'clock tomorrow night. You need to be there by six thirty. Want to go? You might win this trip to L.A. for the premiere. 
which is uh, uh, it's uh, airfare, hotel, uh, tickets to the premiere, obviously, and uh, Paramount Pictures Studio Lot Tour. So why not? We'll take 10 callers. Put you on our list, man. We got a lot of room there. 215-263-WMMR. It is Halloween morning, soon to be all Howl's Eve. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. Uh, and we're going to go live on Fox Good Day as well. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us this morning, please. Hey, by the way, it's a Sprint in-studio Halloween party that is uh, taking place this morning. So we have some listeners coming by. Winners visited uh, MMR Jocks at uh, Sprint store locations around the area. They get registered and won tickets to the Bates Motel, the country's so best cool. haunted hayride, and a sit-in on this morning's show. So we have some food provided this morning from Dunkin' Donuts. And this Halloween, you can get your day running on Dunkin'. Stop by today and grab two bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches for five bucks. America's America runs on Dunkin' participation may vary, and it's a limited time offer. I saw you partaking. What did you have? I did. I had an everything bagel with uh, ham and egg and cheese, and it was quite tasty. The everything bagel has uh, leapt to the forefront of my favorite bagel. It's great. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely my favorite. Uh, last night, I went out and did a little last-minute uh, makeup purchasing for my daughter for Halloween today, so we... We went by the, the local Walmart and, and grabbed some stuff, and, man, the candy shells were, like, bare, almost bare, completely. Uh-oh. I told my wife. <laughs> they went and bought them up, man. Before, before I left, because we, we had a, go, a really good year one in the house. We had a really good turnout, and I had half the decorations I have right now. So it's, it's been lit up for a while. We've been indicating to the neighborhood we are down with Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I said, you need to make sure, because last year I had to go. Like, I booked over to the Acme, and Claire is saying, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, I think we'll be fine, I think we'll be fine. I'm in line at the Acme, and I get a, a text, hurry back, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> oh point. They're here. They're here. Oh, wow. Is so, she like a procrastinator on that stuff? I never am, but she's, well, we can just get down when you well, you will get about two, no, 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 what'll happen is you'll see some delightful kid dressed as a, a minion, and they'll steal your heart, and you'll give a handful, sure. and that's what we do. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I told my, my wife was getting candy last night and I said, don't, don't you dare. I will get it today. You get the worst candy. Oh, and she, okay. Last year she didn't get great right. stuff. She was right? Do you know what we're going to do though? Yeah, when I, when I buy this excess and that my wife doesn't know about right now, uh, on the way home, I'm going to keep it in the trunk of the car. Yeah. So that I have to go to the trunk to, to get it. It's not yeah. coming in the house. Uh, all right. Because you know what happens if it gets in the house. Well, she got slightly offended by me saying that. And I said, Diane, I have video proof. Of the children trick-or-treating at my house that don't like the candy that you picked out. All right. They said, oh, God, Twizzlers. Now, uh. I know we all want to jump. What do you mean Twizzlers? Uh. Uh, I didn't say Twizzlers. Uh. The kids said Twizzlers. Uh. Remember last year Twizzlers he had video yeah, of okay. the kids. They like left the candy out, and the kids mm-hmm. were going, right. and somebody complained about the Twizzlers. Yeah. I know everybody wants to jump in on this, but before you do, we about, have topics. about the unwanted candy, yes. this is brilliant. Oh. Marketing and unfortunately, it's only happening in one place. So, listen to this Reese's is putting the unwanted candy to good use. They have revealed the Reese's Halloween candy converter machine <laughs> that allows people to trade in the candy they don't want for Reese's peanut butter cups what? instead. It's so, like any candy, not just any yes. candy, it's a it, and it's That's a vending hilarious. machine, is it's, it not? It's in New York City, right outside Washington Square Park. It'll only be open from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. today. That's awesome. So, you could, now the company says the candy converter machine will exchange up to 10,000 <laughs> cups for five hours. 
Is that not brilliant? Oh my god! I love what it says too. It says at the bottom press. It says sorry, not sorry. Uh, That's so. I mean, they have to have the greatest candy. In my opinion, there was a a survey. It was commissioned by Reese's, though. Of course, ninety percent of Americans said they wish they could trade their unwanted Halloween candy, and four out of five people said that they would like to swap it for a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's brilliant. That's all I have to give out. Really? This year, yeah. That's, hey, you can't go wrong you with that. You cannot go wrong. That, that is, it is a fine candy. Well, I'm surprised, Kathy, that that's the only one you have because it's your favorite or one of your favorites. So, like, I know. that it makes it all the way to Halloween. But, no, listen, I did not. I, I The bags, I mean, I, quote, hid them, although I know where I put them. But they were not out. <laughs> they weren't in the cabinet. You know what I mean? They were in the basement. Yeah. That was it. The bags did not get opened. Until last night. Uh, <laughs> See? And so, no, we should be okay. So we're going uh, dark this year. We were, uh, and this is our first year in the house, and I feel bad. Um, I don't know how many kids in our, neighbor, in our neighborhood are going to go trick-or-treating, but I'm taking my son to a different neighborhood. Okay. And uh, so I'm not going to be there. I don't think my girlfriend's going to be home, so it's going to be one of those things where, like, Can I suggest something? I may I suggest something? Sure. Are you friends with your neighbors? Well, yeah, I'm friendly. If you, if you were to leave some candy... And and, yeah. and and leave leave a sign uh, or something. I guess. I mean, I've, leave I've a seen. Bucket? I've seen. No, you know, you have the neighbors dispense for you at their house. Like yeah, if they're going, words, like here's two pieces of candy. Oh, yes, one from yes. one from. There's Nick. only like a dozen houses in the neighborhood, so I don't you know how many just, kids are going to be there. But don't leave a sign that indicates you're out. Say repacking ammo in the basement. Okay. <laughs> uh, please go next, next door. door. Gotcha. By the way, and, and I, I got to back up just a moment about having the candy in the house. We went to the premiere last week of the the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. And time, I'm looking at the clock, I'm like, God Because I stop at Wawa. I don't buy the candy at the, at the. Um, there's usually a line when you're at the you theater. You buy your candy right at Wawa? It's for oh, expensive. Yeah. Treat? Oh, right. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Going no. to the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, geez, you... That's going to be expensive. <laughs> so so we're, get, we're getting ready. <laughs> we're getting ready. I'm, li- I'm like, oh, we're not going to have time to stop at Wawa. And, and Carter goes, Halloween candy. I was like, oh, <gasps> you're so smart. Yes. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. He's <laughs> a genius. <laughs> so we went in and right Calm down, old man. Calm down. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was so happy. Did you have big candy bars? We had big candy yeah. bars. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We're not some, doing some that. By the way, Nick, um, you should. I, I know what street you live on. It's yeah. not a big street. I would anticipate you might get five trick-or-treaters. Right. Okay, so this is what you do. Just leave a bucket out. says, please take one. Don't put any candy in it because when the first person gets there, they're going to think that the, the person <laughs> before them <laughs> took all the candy. I like that. That, that way you don't even have to that get candy. That actually works. Yes. I think even you, you still get the cred. Yeah. Okay. Please yeah. take one. Yeah. And I just, then yeah. I, I feel bad because I feel like I'm, I'm being the bad, uh, boring neighbor that doesn't celebrate Halloween the first year they were in their neighborhood because I, I don't want to be that, but... Try the na- try the neighbor right. thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I to me, I locking and loading at home and dispensing and th- this. It, it, there's nothing better than than having the kids come up and, and hand out this. No, stuff. it's great. But when you have your own child and you're taking them out, that's pretty damn I think, awesome. I yeah. think you. I would be inclined to give that child if I had a child. There's got to be strangers in town that would walk in. <laughs> well, speaking of that, so my entire neighborhood, um, th- there's a zillion kids. So everyone does the leave the bucket out take one piece. Yeah. Some people say take two, three pieces. Um, and it works. But I guess because there's so many little kids, we don't have too many, not sure. too many teenagers that are going to like dump the whole bucket into their pillowcase. Yeah. Yeah. Our neighborhood's huge. It's it, To walk around it is over, it's like two and a half miles. Yeah. So if there's a few houses along the way that don't have them, you're still going to okay. end up with a, with yeah, a booty yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. My son is uh, 12 now and I had the thought this morning of, I wonder how many more of these I'm going to have, you know, like that I'm going to have with my oh, son. I'm to go there, out. man. And it's, it's heartbreaking. I love yeah. 
going out with him. It's so much fun, and uh, he's going out with his buddy that we went out with last year, his kid named Ethan. Well, they, they've been planning their costumes together for a long time. By the way, he had to drop off. Um, he's like a, a spooky um, goblin uh, uh, jester okay. this year. And, That's and cool. It is. It's, it's a neat costume, um, but he, he had to drop off his like wand slash staff because it's got a, a skull at the end of it. Uh, there's a Halloween parade today at school, uh, but they do not allow weapons, and this could be construed oh. as a weapon. And I was okay. like, "All right." So he's dropping. He dropped it off at the house yesterday. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a uh, a town in North Carolina. They're called uh, the city of High Point, and uh, they posted on their Facebook page. Uh, apparently, they have issued a playful ban on uh, some bad Halloween candy. So they wrote, "All right, everybody, we're giving you a one week notice. You should prepare for trick or treaters to remind you all." That by the order of the High Point Emperor of Acceptable Candy, which is apparently a real thing in this town. Oh, that's wild. Uh, these are banned. No one likes them. Don't give them out. And it was a picture of what I guess they, the official name are peanut butter kisses. And I think it's the generic orange and black wrapped, yeah. you know, oh. peanut butter candies, that. chewy candies. Nothing generic. Uh, They're yeah, horrible. That's them. They're so, horrible. So they, they had playfully put that out. And some people, you know... Got pissed off about it, and they wrote back and 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 said, "Clearly, this is a joke. We're just having fun with this." Right, right, right. But that's one of the least popular candies that you'll find on Halloween. And it's always a big issue, I think, because it's 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 sort of a neighborhood Rorschach test. It shows you know your psychological profile, what yeah. you're ready to give away. Yeah. Uh, we, we we are certainly we you know we we try to have a, a, a variety, but we stay in the chocolate realm. We're yeah. not we're not doing sweet tarts. We're not doing Twizzlers. We don't Agreed. do stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah I, like it's the, funny, I like, like the chocolate realm. I you know I give my wife a bad rap for getting terrible candy. She just gets candy that she likes though. So like she's Twiz- not a chocolate person. She, she likes loves yeah. Twizzlers. Um, and I can't remember what she had gotten in previous like, years. Like uh, but like, like sweet tarts and stuff like that. No, but like for instance, every whether it be Christmas or birthday or whatever, I always make sure I get her big bag of. Twizzlers, because yeah. I know she loves them so much. So I know how much she loves Twizzlers. It's just it's not really, you know, it's not a Halloween candy. Like little bits well, of well, Twizzlers. Then, well, what, what do you put into the mix? What, what do you put Well, I, here's the deal. This is the standard. This should be the standard for everybody. Twix, Kit Kat, Snickers. Boom. Right? You got Boom. it. You got, you, got, you got a Troika that's, that's, that's go formidable. That. Now, I, I agree. I, I could I could rock an entire holiday. In fact, a good portion of what we have is that. Yeah. And then you can even go, you can go like there's the, the bags of the Midnight uh, Milky Ways, which are the dark chocolate. I also I gotta, like. I gotta disagree with. The well, hang on, thing, though, because I, and the reason I back that up is because like my kids prefer like the uh, like the sour candies and stuff like that. They sure. love that. Well, what, they what, got what, some jerks what about out there like Star, get... Starburst? I think sure. can fall in there. There, there are things because yeah. you need. There are different food groups. Yeah. So you agreed. need. Yeah. Agreed. I, I mean, a well balanced. We're well balanced. Sugar intensive <laughs> meal. It, to me, Halloween's more of a chocolate candy thing than anything else. But there are going to be people that that will do the Starburst and and those like sour sweet non chocolatey candies. I would throw Reese's peanut butter cups in, cups into that mix. Kips. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested in purchasing some of your Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> But there are so many peanut allergies out there. What's it? Yeah, there's so many peanut allergies out there that you have to be careful with that. So peanut allergies. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, gluten. Yeah, I don't know what has a gluten in it. Well, what do you have to be careful about? Those kids know what they're—they're they're not going to take well, the I peanut was, butter cup. I, but I was thinking about putting out like three different baskets. Like, hey, uh, uh, you know, that's a good idea. peanut allergies, gluten allergies. Well, right. if, if you go up to the to the house and the parents thought that much about it, I'd be I'd be leery. Yeah, you know? yeah. well, well listen, no, yeah. listen. The, the legitimately, Kathy, I don't know. One of those uh, peanut butter cups opens up, it gets them mixed with the other candy. Listen, it's deadly for some people. Yes. I mean, not just. 
bad thing. It can kill people. Uh, yeah, you have to keep I know. that in mind. But so. also, we're not going to stop giving away Reese's no, I know. cups. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like the idea of maybe having a separate yeah. bowl or whatever. You you have, do that. You have at least a half a bag left in your house that you have to get rid of. Exactly. You mentioned the chocolate realm, Preston, and I, I would like to cast out a member of the chocolate realm because I don't believe it belongs. Okay. Uh, Tootsie Rolls. They are, they are not chocolate. They're and, not and real chocolate. They yeah. are not. And, and people who say that they are are wrong, and I, I feel bad for them. They're chocolate. They, 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 are, they are. Here's, Nick, I'll, I'll draw you the perfect analogy. They're good, though. So, no, they're not. Okay. <laughs> no, no, they tootsie, rolls, tootsie Rolls are, are like Yoo-Hoo in the realm of chocolate milk. Yeah. Ooh, good comparison. Right? Yes. So, like, if you have, like, Hershey's chocolate milk, that's or a Rosenberg's chocolate milk, All that's out. chocolate milk. Okay. But Yoo-Hoo is a chocolate-like milk. It's a chocolate drink. A chocolate drink. Right. And that's, so Tootsie Rolls are a chocolate-like well, candy. What does Tootsie Rolls um, classify themselves as? Uh, birth control. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, look up. They, like, actually, you know, they come in a little, it's a little <laughs> style. They will describe, the, you know, it'll be a description so Nick can look it up and Chocolate see Chocolate-flavored taffy-like candy. There, there you go. go. Chocolate-flavored. That's not what they call it themselves. That's a Wikipedia article. Oh, that, yeah. But, okay. But it's, yeah, that makes sense. Chocolate-flavored taffy. A softer taffy. It's if, my favorite chocolate-like facsimile. If I'm going to go for something chocolate-flavored, I'm going to go it. chocolate. Like, this I'm just going to understand. Uh, why would I get something chocolate flavored? I don't know. Chocolate but however, however, Tootsie Rolls. As a kid, I love those Tootsie things. Rolls would would trump many other things that I, that uh, Tootsie Rolls can beat other candies in certain battles, <laughs> especially if it's a lean battle. Okay. If I'm not finding a lot to float my boat. All right. I do but like the. the there are no dark chocolate Tootsie Rolls, though, right? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. No, but I like the the um, fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. I think they're yeah, good. Yeah, me too. Well, well they're which, like Starburst, which are, which are taffy. taffy, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, how about you know Tootsie Pops in the middle? Love it. I loved them as a kid. Yeah. But once you you know you you, you start raising a family, you move on to more uh, mature candy. No, you, and no, you're right about that. Actually, <laughs> you, you do want more mature candy. I mean, so, but that stuff's not handed out. They don't hand out truffles and uh, right and, and uh, you know. Fleur-de-lis-shaped. Uh, right. Oh, make sure everyone gets the foie gras. Right, right. I forget what it's called, but inevitably we'll come home with at least one. The barrel drink. Oh, drink look, yeah. Yeah, those are, are uh, root beer shape, uh, root beer tasting ones? Well, or, they, or you mean an actual drink? Can you imagine drink? what is actually oh. what that crap is actually made of? Yeah, the actual drink. It, it's, like a, it's like a little... Yeah. You uh, peel it's like the, little... the tinfoil off the top? Yeah, they're either... Oh, purple uh, or red are you or kidding? orange. What are H- they? Hugs. I think hugs. they're called hugs. Hugs, okay. okay. Yo, wax lips. My kids don't know the glory of wax lips. I know. We used to get at least one pair of wax lips every Halloween. And those were horrible. They but, were horrible. But fun. Fun. Oh, they tasted horrible. Awful. No. I would, no but I would eat like three of them and have a gigantic. <laughs> yes. Do you, want, do you want to know the tip off, Preston? Wax. Yeah. That's how you know it's not going to taste good. Oh, I know. If you just ever casually sit there and start chewing on a candle, then you... <laughs> I like but as a kid, it's, I'm not it's a novelty. That. That's fun. I'd say no. them. They didn't taste good. You'd I, like the taste I thought of them. Would tasted... you ever go into a movie no. and get a bag full of wax lips to eat it? No, Let's no. See. But you don't eat it. You just chew exactly. on it. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. It was fun. Can I get... It's fun. It's fun. Can I get two pounds of paraffin, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and uh, the corners of... Of loose leaf paper to chew on as well, please. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Hang on. Uh, this is an interesting question. Craig has a question for us. Hi, Craig. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Craig? I, uh, 
So as a parent, you prepare yourself for certain conversations with your kids and whatever they might be. Sure. And uh, it seemed my son wasn't really getting into his costume this year, didn't really have anything picked out. So mm-hmm. he sat down last night, and he broke to me. He's not sure if he wants to go out for Halloween. Oh, okay. Oh okay. Well, it's funny, right. it's funny, Craig, that you should bring this up because on um, American Housewife, that comedy series on ABC, the, the youngest daughter had the same crisis. And so what what they decided, you know, well, why don't you be here and give out the candy? That's what I was so going to suggest. You put you put them in charge of that. Mm-hmm. And by the sixth or seventh kid that came up, ready she go. wanted to go, you know, trick or treating. So maybe well, that, that 10 years old. Yeah. Did you ask why? Okay. though? Did you ask him why? I was a little stunned. I'll be honest. Yeah. I didn't ask why. You well, couldn't you, ask why. You can't force well, them. Because Maybe I have an open dialogue with yeah. your child about it. That might uh, that might open things up a little bit. But, Craig, I highly recommend the handing out candy at home. And uh, they get to participate. Maybe they don't want to go walk around the neighborhood. Maybe they might be a little bit of scared. Uh, uh, scared. <laughs> I just said it. that. <laughs> they might be a little Thank scared of, of some of the things but in the neighborhood. Her. Uh, but but ask him about it. Yeah. Ask her if she's a scared. Um, but I, I recommend doing the, the handing out candy at home because that can be fun it's as a, well. I remember there was a, there, a good Thanks, luck with Craig. that, Craig. Yep. There, there was a transition period where um, where I had become too old to go out and, and uh, trick or treat, and I then I am in that I've never left that for decades. Yeah, the thrill of handing out the candy on Christmas. Uh, uh, Christmas. It's it's an odd thing. I I do it <laughs> not every, on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I uh, well, I just get worried when when I hear a ten year old doesn't want to. What makes me wonder is like okay because uh, you know my kids are are in and around that age, and it's all about like who are we going to go out with? But you know what? It, it can know? also stop and think about it. If it it. it for some kids, it can be a little nerve wracking. Don't want to make sure that out. the kid's not being left out. You well, know I mean? yes, so, but if, if you're you're participating on another level, if you're handing out the candy, yeah. and you're also going to get to see all those kids, that's another thing too. Case if you don't have someone to go out with, or you know, there's some kids that may not have very many friends, and that's that's a little sad. Yeah. It, it is sad. I've seen it happen. We um, we used to go out. I I don't ever. I mean, I was had to be extraordinarily young. Was the was the only time I remember my mother coming with me. Yeah. To go trick or treating, my dad's hours were always long. So, uh, but then at, once we got up to nine, ten, we were out by ourselves. Yeah, in our neighborhood, it was a very even keel suburban neighborhood. What so that it was a, not a big issue. A neutral neighborhood last year. Um, my, uh, I was in the middle of a move, and my uh, son lives in an area where there's not a lot of houses as well. So uh, he went out with a buddy and found a place in. Uh, uh, Ardmore, where um, some of the kids from his school were, but it, like it was just a whole bunch of houses and a whole bunch of neighbors that we didn't know at all, and it was fan freaking tastic. It was a great place to go. Well, you know, I'm sorry to jump in here, Preston. Did you see the the Zillow uh, the piece on on uh, five of the top trick or treating neighborhoods? I think in the country are in this area. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, so I, I, actually, I was going to bring this up, and I wonder if it's <laughs> one of them because it's 100 percent going to be on my fall activities list. Next year, I, I, it wasn't added this year. Fall because... activities. <laughs> Thank you. I just added some fall activities. <laughs> but uh, are you guys aware of the trick or treating in Lambertville, New Jersey? Lambertville. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Why did you say? I don't that? know. Yeah. All right, so because there is a Lambertville, there is an old cartoon where this. Um, I think it was a, a a sheep went missing, and his name was Lambert, and the mom went Lambert. You know everybody. Yeah, everybody that, knows right? that. Yeah. So I, that's Back I went into Lambert mode. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead, uh, Kathy. You're talking about. I, it's just it's a good place to go. It's oh, good. Good. <laughs> it's, it's great. 
I spiced up your conversation. Well, it, it, they do have. <laughs> by the way, they sucked. Uh, Zillow has Philadelphia is, is in the is in the top twenty yeah. cities for trick or treating, and then they break them down into sub categories. Is uh, Chesterbrook on that list? Steve? Let, me, let me check the uh, let me check the so, Philly. Oh, Chesterbrook is a plan. Yeah, it's a planned community uh, yeah. that was built in the late 70s, early 80s. It's near where I grew up. It's a different Easttown uh, school district. And um, Okay, right. here we go. It's a great place to go. Uh, Point Breeze. <laughs> Which, where's that? I have no idea. Oxford Circle. Juniata Park. <laughs> These are all within the city limits. Queen Village and Southwest Schuylkill yeah. are the are the uh, sections that they say in Philadelphia proper okay. are the yeah. neighborhood rankings for top areas to trick or treat, and that is based on the amount of children in the area and also the closeness of the homes for maximum yield. Yeah. So Nick, what uh, what I think. Uh, a uh, good point about the the um, Chesterbrook is yes, it's a planned community. It's it's basically row homes and apartments, but it's not um, lower income. Oh, it's just all it's tons of families. It's tons of families, a lot of kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Families. Well, we have the neighborhood where not necessarily where I am, but just down the street where people will drive Nick to come and trick or treat. Like if they live uh, in an area that maybe is on like a main road or whatever, they'll come to our neighborhood. Uh, I want to go to, because this is always a question. We have, obviously, a lot to get to on this subject, but I'm going to go to Kat. Hi, Kat. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Kat? I was going to talk about how, like, I'm, like, 17, and, like, most of my friends are 18, and, like, as we grow up, they the parents that, like, we trick-or-treat to start telling us that, like, we shouldn't be doing this, and this is for younger kids. Well, I can tell you this, it, and I think this is the, and I think I speak for all of us. This so is our jump rule. In. Yeah. It, if you get up done up in a costume, like a real costume, not just you're gonna you're gonna you know carry your school books or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and and go and sell it, I would gladly dispense yep. uh, Halloween candy to you. I would do it for an adult who showed up dressed in in uh, who you know put some time into a costume. So does does that answer your question, Kat? Well, I've had people that like I've had friends that like go out trick or treating, and then a lot of the parents will just be like, "You're you're 16, like." This isn't for you anymore. Like, well, tell them to say, shut like, up. Put everything into this. Listen, you're 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 just having fun. You're yeah. now you have yeah. to you have to do the deal. You have to say trick or treat, and you have to do uh, that. That's a rule for me. Trick you or might, treat. Wear you a might, costume. Hang on a second. You yeah. might you might face a couple people that might give you a little bit of attitude, but much more so if, uh, or much less so if you're wearing a a full on costume and not just as Casey has said, a football helmet. Or Kat, there was a gentleman who was told certain things in life and did not listen. His name was Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. Take that with you. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, Kat, you can go out as long as you dress up. We say it's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you do it. Go Listen, have fun. That goes for that goes for all upper end teenagers. You, you need to. You, it, you yeah. Got to put effort into if it. If you show up in your regular clothes with with a with a uh, a, a pillowcase, yeah, that ain't gonna fly. Yeah. Well, also, somebody go- sent over a uh, a guide to how kids judge Halloween candy. Did you see this? Uh uh-uh. uh It's pretty funny. It's like uh some of the the candies we were talking about. So the the Tootsie Roll, the little chalkies, the the um. Sweet tarts or whatever they are. Yes, yes. Uh, and like the Hubba Bubba bubble gum, they called them Cheapy Mick Cheap Face. <laughs> uh, some of the older candies, the the black and uh, orange candies, they're old timers. And then if you give the Snickers, M&M's, Reese's, they're called the Legends. You know what I might do? I just thought of this. I might put a sign out in front tonight that says a football jersey is not a costume. <laughs> 
and just point to it. Yeah. Read the sign. Read the sign. What yeah. if they show up, though? No candy. And they're wearing a football costume and they've done, like, zombie makeup or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. But what I mean by that is just wearing your football jersey that That's you were going to wear to the game right. this weekend anyway. What it would, all right, maybe you should throw it out there and make it a sports jersey because... Something like, oh, it's a soccer jersey, kid. I know. Well, I do. Yes, it, it'll be it'll be nitpicking. <laughs> a sports jersey is not a costume. There you go. I love That's it. It's not bad. I bet yeah. you you could go to a sign store and have that professionally made. I like, could. Right now. I think, actually, if you really felt committed, you'd have it painted on the side of your house. <laughs> <laughs> you'd do that, too. Uh, hang on a second. Did we, oh, yeah, we mentioned Lambertville. <laughs> I'm going to go to Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Becca? <laughs> I'm calling. I actually live in Lambertville, and I want to tell Kathy that I highly recommend it. They actually close off all the main streets, and they have bands that play music. Um, all the kids run around. Houses have their own, like, haunted house, so you can, like, walk in and out of it. That's cool. Awesome. What's the, the the one lady that does her house? <clears throat> excuse me. I think she's a uh, former art teacher. and she, yes, like, she is. So is that house only opened on Halloween, or does she open prior no. to? The whole month, every single night, she adds one more creepy figure outside. So leading up to Halloween, she has hundreds. I do okay. it for the children. No, she's she's not that old. But that's the house. I mean, that's what drew me to Lambertville and to find out that apparently it's like this huge party on you Halloween in Lambertville. Romano, yes. Uh, That's the main attraction. And a lot of the houses have um, porches. So I actually sit outside with all my friends and we hand out kids' uh you know, candy to the kids, and it's nonstop. So it, it's a blo- it it's a block early. party then, Becca. Correct? It's like a block party. It's a huge block party. All right, that is awesome. Long, and Becca, like it starts party. earlier than normal, correct? Oh yeah, I'm taking a half day. I'm 30 years old when I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they start in the afternoon. That's awesome. I love it. Thanks, Becca. Yeah. We're looking at some of the stuff. It's pretty impressive because a lot of people apparently will travel there, do trick or treating in the day, and then go back to their own neighborhoods where they, you know, to go out and see their neighbors and friends. By the way, so I won't be. Uh, this is the first year that I won't be doing a, uh, a tandem. Oh uh, man, costume with so my daughter, sorry, which we've been doing forever. I know it's a bit sad, but I'm I'm also kind of glad. That I'm not going out walking around in the neighborhood tonight because either my son will go along with her or she's going with some friends. Uh, is that because we just got off this trip from London? I won't be peer pressured into drinking by my other neighbors tonight. Okay, because it, uh, it would level you. Because I've been doing five days straight yeah. of boozing and we I need, need a, a break. But it, that's what happens. Hey, have a beer? No, it's okay. Ah, come on, come on, Halloway. <laughs> well, Jason- I'm not going to get any of that tonight. Hey, I gave you. It's just a football jersey. Get out of here. (laughs) Jace asked me last night, well, what are you being for Halloween? And I was like, oh. No. You got, yeah, I'm sure you can find something. Uh, of course. Something. Or you can come by my house. We got all those costumes. No, no, no. Remember, I have the costume that I bought for Shamaween that we ended up not using. It's a yes. skeleton costume. I can throw it on. I have a Rocketeer right. costume if you want to borrow. <laughs> I have your old uh, cheerleading costume if you want to borrow that. <laughs> yes, you still have that? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm going yeah, to work someday like that. Wear that tonight. Oh, I dare geez. you. God, no. With okay. <laughs> I need to see if this is legit or not. I all have right. Tori, who is a dietitian. Hi, Tori. Good morning. Hi, guys. Good hey. morning. Good morning. What's up, Tori? So I had heard you guys talking briefly about food allergies earlier. Uh-huh. There's something called the Teal Pumpkin Project. Okay. Um, and what you do is you put a teal pumpkin. You can paint it. Or actually, there's a pretty good section at Target that sells them already teal. Oh. And that lets families and kids know that you have either allergy-free like treats to hand out or other things. Like I'll hand out candy, but I'll also hand out like pretzels or bubble or not pretzels, pencils. Um, I mean, I guess they could eat those, too, if they Doesn't want. that make their gums bleed? 
Um, but just to let kids with, like, peanut allergy, celiac disease know that, hey, I can still collect something, and then their parents will eat all their candy because they can't. Well, that, that's a good idea. Okay, so it's called a, the Teal Pumpkin Project. Project. Okay, very cool. Thanks for the heads up. Interesting. What color is teal, by the way? It's sort of like an aqua-ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you classify it as blue or a green? It's a bluish green. It's a bluish green, right? But I got exactly what color teal is. I'm part of the teal pumpkin project. I want to make sure. Is it a bluish green or it's a greenish green? Manthy, M-A-N-T-H-Y. <laughs> Glad you didn't spell with the I-E. <laughs> oh, man. I want more of these uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup machines. I, I agree. This is the first year they've rolled this out. Yeah. I, I think that it might be too expensive to maybe. If it's they, a great marketing. It is it's, a great it's, idea. it's a candy buyback, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, But what you can do is incite other candy companies or other candy types to do in kind, and that would be... That'd be a wild thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're going to stretch out and we are going to go uh, to our friends at uh, Fox Good Day in just a little bit instead of taking yes, commercial. I'm interested rates. to find out if we're going to stretch out to the Fox. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Thank you. She has questions about everything. I, I, yeah. Uh, is it Alex today? So I don't know. I okay. don't. I don't know what we're going to talk oh. about. I don't know who's on the air. I know. Did you see Alex's Halloween yes. costume? Yeah. What is it? It was John Legend. John Legend, and she did like the beard and like the five grow yeah. hair. Yeah. No, oh, she looked kidding. good. Yeah. She looked awesome. Really? Yes. And is, is she wearing it today? No, it was over the weekend. Over the weekend. Oh. Yeah. yeah, here it is, Preston. And she put it up on her Instagram account. <laughs> oh, it's great! Isn't it awesome? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> John Legend, by the way, that's a- John uh-huh. Legend. That's a great name. Uh, All right, so we're going to be checking in with them in uh, just a moment or two, and I also want to mention the fact that we're having a little. Halloween get together here uh, on the program. It's like the Munsters house in here. That no, it's look, man, we've been gone. We got back yesterday. <laughs> These decorations are crazy. We have light fixtures and monitors, <laughs> plastic chairs and a carpet on air signs. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Um, but the a internet. friend. Uh, from Sprint, our, uh, we, what we did is uh, MMR DJs were at Sprint store locations around the area, and they uh, people got registered and won tickets uh, to the Bates Motel, uh, the country's best haunted hayride, and they sit in this morning on the show. Uh, by the way, the food has been provided by Dunkin' Donuts, and this Halloween day running on Dunkin'. Stop by today. Uh, grab two bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches for five bucks. America runs on Dunkin' participation. A very limited time offer. They have really cool donuts they did. Did you see them out in the... No, I, have, I haven't been out yet. So they, they have ones that look like spiders. So they took a, um, a a regular glazed donut and they put a chocolate munchkin in the middle of it oh. and then drew legs out from the munchkin. Oh, so, I love so the, that. Uh, here, Steve, uh, Marissa's bringing them in right now. Aren't those cool? That's awesome. Is there a Munchkin one on there? Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think See, they can, can do, those. by the way, they can do, if you're doing parties or anything and you want special order donuts, yeah. they can do stuff like that. Yep. I've yeah. seen those in the stores, the uh, the spider ones. Uh, by the way, do you ever have like that, like people hand out like food you eat along the way while you're trick-or-treating? Not have fun. you had that? I guess for parents. Yeah. Does uh, your, your, your friend from... Uh, uh, to Giuseppe, Giuseppe, oh, Giuseppe. large slices of pizza. <laughs> I should. Hand out Lorenzo slices. That'd be awesome. I would drive there for that. Man. Yeah, I like um, to hand out plates of spaghetti. It's just something easy yeah. to eat on the You just table. have a ladle. You got a bag, You guys right? want, a, yeah. want a mug of gravy? Yeah. There's a house in my neighborhood that does a whole setup in the, uh, in the front yard so parents can come by, grab a drink. They can grab some food. We have a lot of cul-de-sacs in our neighborhood, so there's a lot of, uh, uh, usually a, a fire pit in, in each one that's pulled out, and people yeah. sit out, and they'll, they'll, I mean, you really won't need it tonight. It's going to be very comfortable out tonight. Normally, like my neighbors from Maniunk, they, you know, when we moved, we, we had to lose a bit of that, so we do it on our own, yeah. but uh, but yes, it's a wonderful thing, and it's it's... 
ta- uh, turkey tacos tonight. You know what we ought to do? We ought to actually hire a bartender. You know, have a little bar set up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Making mixed drinks for the parents as they go by. That's an idea for next year. I may have to work on that. All right, we're going live on Fox Good Day. Let's do this thing. Here we go. It was a graveyard smile. It's President Steve, I have a question for you as our party begins here at Sports and Market. Uh, which candy, as an adult, don't you want in the little basket? Um, we just As a kid, is it different? We, well, we just had this discussion, as it turns out. Okay. Oh. And uh, we, uh, both Preston and I, I think most everyone here on the show agrees that we go into the, ch- the chocolate realm. That yeah. the chocolate is where you need to be for Halloween. But there is some substandard candy that we would eject immediately. Well, he was asking uh, adult versus child. It's the same so for I, me. Well, I'd see, I, I okay. kind of disagree. Yeah. So we had this right. lengthy discussion because uh, Casey had an uproar with his uh, wife because she had Twizzlers in there. And oh. uh, he, he feels that everything should be in the chocolate realm. And while I personally, as an adult... Love the chocolate flavored candy. As a kid, I loved. I not only did I like the the chocolate, but I like the sweet tarts and I like the gummy stuff and all that. So mm, I, I think there's a difference between you know depending on age. I, I don't think Twizzlers should be in a basket. You know, you, you don't like Twizzlers in the basket. No, I hear, I but the ones I can't stand, Mary, the old ones, like like old people candy, Mary Jane bars, uh, <laughs> uh, the the, uh, the 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 sweet tarts, but not the really good kind. The kinds that actually taste like. Chalkboard chalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a circus peanuts, stuff like no, that. I'm not a big fan. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, candy no. corn. I mean, yeah, overly sweet, like dried insulin. Wait, candy corn? You don't like candy corn either? Oh. No, oh. candy corn. No, no. Oh. You Why like don't that, Alex? I like candy corn. No. Yes, I like candy corn. I like candy Ooh. corn. I'm with you, Alex. Show me where they grow that. Yeah. Where do they grow candy corn? <laughs> now, Alex, would you would candy you lad. would you bite each color off individually? You know, you yes. bite the white, then the There's yellow. The yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my mm-hmm. god! Yeah. The center and then the yellow butt. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The yellow butt. That my... was actually one of the great Indians. Yellow butt. <laughs> my seven year old pulled out a little bag he got from a party of candy corn. He said, "Can I have these?" I said, "Sure." He opened it up. He took one. He goes, "What are these? They're disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> are they? The... I, you know what? The sugar. What about chunky? Uh, chunky is I and I know. Oh. Some kids don't like chunky. Yes, and with the raisins inside. That's your favorite, right, Kathy? Favorite, love them. Really, the the level of candy dispensing has gotten very good these days. I have to say, though, I think people realize where where you need to put your candy dollar. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen a picture? Of candy corn stacked in a circle. That's the reason we call it candy corn. I have. It actually looks like no. a corn on the cob. Yes. It looks it like l- corn on the cob. Oh, yeah. no, cool. no kidding. I could see yeah. how that would work. I have not seen yeah. this uh, this wonderful optical illusion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it still doesn't one, change the flavor, though, I guess. Another one I hate is almond joy. I've never liked an almond joy. Uh, I'm with now, you. Now, Mike. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Oh, uh, really? the, the almond joy, because that gives that that's all the different food groups in one there. You have your... <laughs> Your, uh, now, I love Mounds bars as well, but the Almond Joy, uh, as with peanut M&M's, where do you stand on that? I love peanut M&M's, but I don't like regular M&M's, only peanut. On the opposite, I like the regular and don't like the nut. Mm-hmm. We're missing the best one. It's underrated Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Uh, good Bar is okay. I'm okay. Like I'm taking a Hershey with almonds. I'm a Kit Kat Twix, yeah. um, you oh, know. Big Kit Kat for me, too. There you uh, go. Snickers all the I'm way for me. Those are my absolute favorite. Snickers are good. Uh, Number one. And you know what? Whatever, whatever candy coating they use on a leave, that's really good too. <laughs> a leave, <laughs> wow. ibuprofen, yeah, ibuprofen, yeah. with the right candy yeah. coating. Mm-hmm. You know, X Lax doesn't taste too bad if you're really. It's hungry. actually very good, <laughs> oh especially yeah. if you dry it up into a little into a little yeah. corn. It looks yeah. great. Yeah. Hey, we we can't get out of this segment without uh, commenting on your costume over the weekend, Alex. It was amazing. It was awesome. Oh, thank you. 
John Legend. <laughs> well done, John. And yet, so yeah, I have that posted on my Instagram. But today, you know, we're having our reveal and we're doing more costumes. So oh. we're not done yet. Okay. All right. All right. We're looking forward but to thank it. You. Thank yeah. you. So yes. does that mean you like me better as a man? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think so. I'd take you as a man. <laughs> I think a lot you, of you, you then you become a tiny Swiss Army knife of pleasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Take so care. We're All right. We do need to take a break, though. We went a little bit long on that, so we'll come back in a moment. We have the bizarre file coming up, and I'm sure we're not done talking about Halloween related no. subjects. Uh, secret text word. By, uh, by the way, we have a chance for you to uh, win some tickets to see Hailstorm. They're coming to town, and I'll get you the details on that, but they're going to be the BBT Pavilion indoors. Yes. And you can text the word secret to 39333. That is going to be on Saturday, November 17th. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. And in this moment, we'll be joining them as well. So good luck to you. We'll take a break and be right back. Well, Philadelphia, congrats to our MMR listeners who grabbed a share of the $150,000 given away over the past few weeks. MMR's Birthday Bucks Part 2 has ended, making a lot of people very happy. $1,000 at a time. Yeah! Thank you. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Make sure you have the newly updated MMR app on your phone. An easy way to enter cash contests like this one. Stream Pierre's workforce blocks on your way to the mountains. Or download MMR and Preston and Steve podcasts. MMR's Birthday Bucks Part 2. Sponsored by Sprouts Farmer's Market. Now open at Broad in Washington. And from all of us here at 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, so uh, we're really, really late with this, but it's time to do the Bizarre File, so here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Heritage Business Systems. The document imaging equipment solution is Heritage Business Systems service, satisfaction, reliability, and that's Heritage Business Systems, your authorized Canon copier dealer. Well, a 12-year-old boy urinated on an electrical outlet Friday morning at Sunnyside Intermediate School in an attempt to start a fire. Oh, my reported. God. Hey, why not? <laughs> uh, the boy managed to start a fire or enough smoke to set off the fire alarm. His fire. boy. This is according to fire investigator Todd Trent. His boy. To the relief of many... Uh, the boy's plan to, uh, plan failed. His boy. Uh, someone hurried into the first floor boy's restroom with a fire extinguisher and put out the small fire, which was contained to the electrical outlet. Uh, as for the boy, he was arrested, accused of criminal recklessness, and uh, he was taken to the juvenile probation intake offices. The boy's actions raise many questions. Number one among them is whether he might have shocked himself. That would my concern. While showering the outlet with his urine, uh, but the uh, fire investigator Todd Trent said that would not be possible if the boy was standing upright. Say, young man, where did you get that black penis? Uh, but neither is it likely that the urine hitting from that angle would have soaked into the outlet to create enough heat to cause a fire, Trent had said, adding that the case remains under investigation. According to Mythbusters, in a show they did in 2011... The urine stream actually becomes uh, pulses when it falls to the ground. This means that any electrical source that the urine comes in contact with uh, will not complete the electrical circuit since the stream is broken. However, when one urinates on an electrical circuit at a close distance, there is a risk of an electrical shock. Because it's a constant stream. Correct. His boy. So by the time it gets, uh, if you're if you're too far away, 
The, the, you can't see it perceptively with your eyes, right, but right. it breaks up into pieces, into drops. and uh, so Pieces of piss. Sounds like a great folk band. You wouldn't be able to, uh, to be shocked from that. A Melbourne, Australia man who shot dead his only son after an argument over a burnt omelet has been sentenced to 19 years in jail. Uh, there's a little more to it than that. Uh, the quarrel... had, they, had there been strife in this relationship prior to the omelet? Yeah, the omelet was the final straw. Okay, uh, it didn't for, sound like the first point. Uh, for Peter John Smith, 70 years old, who had been who'd spent substantial amounts of money trying to help his son. You've been a great son up to this omelet. Uh, the son is Andrew. He was trying to help him uh, get clean from a five-year on-and-off addiction to meth oh. and synthetic cannabis. At the time of the shooting last year, 30-year-old Andrew Smith had been clean for a few weeks, was working full-time and living with his parents. Andrew Smith, a father himself, this is the the guy who was killed, the victim, Uh, a father himself of two young children had been drinking with his parents at home on the evening when an argument started over dinner. He had been cooking an omelet, but after burning it, he just threw it in the backyard. So Peter Smith became very angry, saying that it could harm the family dog. And Andrew replied, F the dog and F you. You'll be dead in a year, referring to the cancer treatment that his father had recently undergone. So... The argument continued, and Andrew Smith went inside to his room and shut the door. After eating dinner, Peter Smith walked to his car outside, got out his double-barreled shotgun, loaded it with ammunition, and apparently he said, I'm going to kill the C-word, and then I'm going to kill myself. He said this to his wife as he walked back inside, but he must have said it very calmly, because she goes, yeah, right, of course you are. She thought he was joking. Uh, Peter then walked into his son's room, shot him twice in the body while he was lying on the bed. He died instantly. He later told police that he had just had enough. He said, it just happened. I couldn't take it anymore. It's over now. I don't have to worry. Now, the court heard the relationship between the father and son have been up and down over the years, though they frequently argued they were seldom violent. <clears throat> In sentencing, Justice Andrew Tinney said despite the father and son's issues, there was still love and affection between the pair. But he also said this was shocking, senseless, and inexcusable crime. So he is going to jail. He's been sentenced to 19 years in prison. Will he make it? You know, considering his, his cancer, right? Yeah. yeah, he might not. Yeah, uh, A dead moose in Wyoming probably won't attract grizzly bears now that its carcass has been blown to smithereens. <laughs> Bridger Trenton, uh, Bridget, uh, I'm sorry, Bridger Teton National Forest officials used 100 pounds of explosives last Friday to get rid of the rotting moose near a trail popular with hikers and hunters. Hasn't history taught us that this is not the way to get rid of a carcass? Well, they think that it is. Forest officials normally do nothing about dead animals, but worry that the carcass could draw potentially dangerous animals to this popular trail. Guess what? There's a dead moose. Uh, they say using they say using explosives was more practical and less gruesome than cutting up and hauling out about a half ton of rotting meat. The Jackson Hole News and Guide reports the blast obliterated the carcass so it can't be scavenged by bears, wolves, and mountain lions. Oh, my. Yeah. A biologist determined the moose suffered from worms and it died from natural causes. But the headline uh, gave me a new band name because the headline says Moose Bomb. Moose Bomb. We are Moose Bomb. (sighs) I love it. I love this band. All right, and then uh, one last story. Let's go with this. Police in Snellville, Georgia, said a father was driving down Scenic Highway with his three-month-old daughter in his lap. Uh, We was pulled over. Officers said what they found in his car was much more troubling. Uh, Detavis Madison allegedly put his infant down on the floor of his car during the traffic stop and told officer that there wasn't anyone else in the vehicle. However, when police looked through his car... 
They found her. They lifted her up. And the officer said they found underneath the baby a stolen handgun. Oh, my God. He, he put the kid down on a handgun. the baby on oh top God. of the stolen handgun Jesus. to hide the gun. <sighs> when they continued their search, they allegedly found marijuana and at least 500 ecstasy pills in the shape of Lego characters. <sighs> And the police lieutenant said, this is obviously a dangerous situation for that baby on many fronts. We were just glad that it turned out for the best. Son, this is not how we do things in Snailville. Uh, Madison faces 10 charges, including felony theft, possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony, felony drug charges, and transporting a child in a passenger vehicle. Well, it's a horrifying story. At least the kid is away from him now. Exactly. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, Casey's reaching for me to give something away to you. Is it All for the right. screening tomorrow night? No, well... Whatever one you want to do. I don't yeah, care. I want to do the screening tomorrow night. Okay, so tomorrow night too. there is a screening of this film, Instant Family. It comes with a chance to win a trip to Los Angeles for the premiere. And the writer and director, Sean Anders, is going to be on site with Casey Boy. Casey is going to be hosting this tomorrow night at the Landmark Ritz in Old City. So the Q&A with Casey and Sean happens after the movie. If you are in attendance... After, for the Q&A, you and your guests can register for this trip. It's awesome. a pretty sweet deal. You have to be at least 21 years of age to be eligible to win. And that's Airfare, Two Nights Hotel, tickets to the premiere, and a Paramount Pictures Studio Lot Tour as well. So, uh, let's see. Man, I, and, and I slacked off because we were in London, and I should have been giving these away. Uh, but we'll do we'll do 10 callers. Yes. We'll take them. 215 Not a fan of the number, but mm-hmm. I understand the need to do it. WMMR will put you on that list. Let's take a break. Come back in just a moment. Halloween morning with the Preston and Steve show. More to come. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you very much, guys. So, you know, there's loads of different conversations you can have about Halloween. We did an extensive one on uh, candy just a little while ago. and Trick-or-treating and all that stuff. But to, but to go to the trick-or-treating thing real quick, and then we'll move on to some other stuff. Uh, Steve sent me over this. There's a, uh, there's a national peti- petition. Someone's filed uh, to move Halloween. Yeah. And to do it on the last Saturday of October. The same way we do Thanksgiving on the was it the last Thursday of yeah. Mean, yeah. The only the only problem with that is is Halloween is a date specific event. It is. It's like Christmas. It's gonna it you know, I, I while I think the idea is pretty cool, yeah. I mean we've talked about the Super Bowl, yes, yes, being on a Saturday, and they, it ain't, not but, a, they're not it, budging. It's not a date specific event. Yeah. It yeah. could be on a Saturday. This is, I mean. October 31st is Halloween, so I think that's the difference. And I understand it'd be great if it was on a Saturday night. You, you could know? have the the. There's, it's not even as if there's a national. There's an observation, but it's not like it's a federal holiday or You're people right. get off. And mm-hmm. so, so you could have the actual. Okay, so this is Halloween today, but the actual celebration, the actual trick or treating, yeah. and all the festivities would take place on the adjacent Saturday. Uh, also, Preston, you know, so much of this is governed by um, bars and parties and businesses that derive business from it. So this weekend just passed was the big, even in England as we were going around, loads of Halloween sure. parties constantly all over the place. Yeah, yeah so there- the date of Halloween does not really, I don't think it affects the bar situation, the bar life at all. It would just, it would buttress, well, now you'd have it on a Saturday. So now... It might be a little less. It might be a little less to yeah. that point. So if you have it on... It's always on a Saturday. That's what you got. Mm-hmm. So uh, you would have Friday and Saturday, whereas now you very – do you, do you anticipate on a Wednesday night 
they're Halloween not parties. costume contests and stuff at bars. I think they happened already. on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't. Uh, I, I won't vote for that. I, I would yeah, never sign a petition sign for that. I, I will say though, at a ca- as a Catholic school kid growing up, I never had school the next day. I all you know really so All Saints Lucky Day. Is, you All Saints Day oh, is November first, okay. so we always had off the following day, which was great for us because okay. you could do whatever you wanted and, you know, gotcha. eat all the candy and stay up and watch scary movies, do whatever you needed to Mr. do. Mr. Foster, <laughs> you will not stay up past your bedtime. You will have tomorrow off and you shall not dispense Twizzlers. My effect popped out. <laughs> Speaking of uh, scary movies. Uh, I did see this article, and uh, believe it or not, it's from Cosmos, from Cosmopolitan Magazine. That's all we read. The most popular horror movie uh, the year you were born. Ooh, okay. okay. And this was uh, kind of a bitch slap to you emotionally, wasn't it, Preston? It starts two years after I was born. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, come on. Come on, come on people. So, you know you're not old. Not dead yet. Right, exactly. Your year's oh, not don't included. even talk to me about it. My... <laughs> I predate film. <laughs> what, were, what were the most popular scary cave drawings when I was born? Don't give me that. What were the most co- cave, yeah. scary cave drawings? I, Mastodon attack Og. Uh, so, yeah, it starts two years before I was born. I was born in 1968. So, I guess that's uh, Cosmo saying that, uh, you know, once you're over 48, you're you, over. You don't count. So, get it. But I can go through the younger members of the show. All right. Let's do it. Uh, cast. Uh, but but I'll start with uh, the very first one on the list, 1970. The film Count, Count Dracula was the most popular horror movie of that particular year. Count Dracula. Count Dracula. And it was... Christopher uh, Lee? Christopher Lee, exactly, Steve. So Christopher Lee had starred in years and years and years ago. He was one... It was a landmark Dracula film. It was the horror of Dracula for Hammer... Films, a British company, and and uh, there was another company called, uh, I believe, Atticus, um, uh, and, and so uh, it was it was considered incredibly bloody, incredibly gory, but okay. it was it reset the, the the franchise, and there were a whole series of uh, Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee horror movies. So go ahead, Casey. No, no, you go ahead. Who's the next oldest? I was going to start well, with you. Well, sorry. Yeah. So can we go back in time real quick? Because I, I do have the, some scary movies that came out in 1968. I have a whole list of scary movies that came out in 1968. Okay, then never mind. I have the entire list of all scary movies. That came, I just don't know which one was the most popular of that particular all year. Right. Well, um, so there were a lot, you know, and if you get all the scary movies, there are going to be tons that you've never heard of because they're... Throughout the years, there are, there are crappy, scary movies, and there are great, scary but movies. But there are and... two that right off, like, that I'm looking at right now. That... Short Circuit. Not Short Circuit. That was the 80s. Yeah. Um, and, and it was not a horror movie. I know, but otherwise, it's perfect <laughs> okay. for this list. Uh, but the two, the first two I'm looking at are, are pretty solid uh, yep. horror movies. What are they? Uh, they are Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> yeah. 1968. Yeah. Yep. And, and then Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, those are the two I was looking at, Casey. Either those two or maybe Trilogy of Terror. Those are the, they look like the three biggies. That Trilogy of Terror was a, was a made-for-TV movie. Okay. Oh, yes. it was. That, okay. that yes. wouldn't count. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, probably Rosemary's Baby. That was a big deal when that movie came It out. was huge. The book had been huge, so there was a lot of talk up to the creation of this movie, so it had a built-in fan base uh, already in anticipation of the movie. And then you have... The movie that set the tone for zombie movies for decades to come right up to the current time, yeah. Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. done right here in Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, oh, yes, that. George Romero, uh, who is an advertising, uh, worked in the advertising industry, had his camera and a, a, a threadbare crew on a very tiny budget, shot that movie, and uh, it changed everything. 
1975, the year Casey and Nick were born. And this uh, is, I don't know if I'd put it in horror or not. Oh, but well, then let me. Well, go ahead. I have a guess. Yeah, go ahead. Jaws? Yeah, Jaws. Okay, yeah. It was considered the most popular horror movie in 1975. There's some think, movies that, that are no. labeled horror movies, like like Silence of the Lambs. I don't consider a horror movie, but a lot of people do. Uh, but Jaws, I guess, is in that same realm. Yeah, uh, I think Silence of the Lambs is closer to horror because you have, you know, but I think... Um, a thriller. I, or a, th- a thriller. I think yeah. it, there's a, a strong case for that. Yeah, and, and Jaws would be likewise. You, yeah. you People consider the shark a monster or whatever. Uh, you know, it's certainly scary, and there's a certainly a lot of it. But I agree with that, Preston. I don't think I, I don't think it should be on that list. Uh, Kathy, mm-hmm. what year were you born? She was born in 1999. 1983. <laughs> 1983. 1978. <laughs> 78. Well, here you go. Halloween was the number yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's that's perfect. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And Halloween reset. You know, can think of a time. So when Halloween came out, there there'd been a few, but Halloween was. Halloween started the onslaught of Maniac with a Knife. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like a staple for us when it came, once I got a little bit older. But uh, when Halloween came around, like we would, my mom would sit down and we would watch that movie. Oh, really? She's into that? Yeah. yeah. That's so bizarre. Marissa, <laughs> what year were you born? Nick Murphy and I were both born in 1983. All right, 83, the number one horror movie of that year. Interesting one, The Hunger. The Hunger I with uh, David that. Bowie. Yeah, oh, and that... Catherine Deneuve. Yeah. Vampires? Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it's but... uh, Susan Sarandon as well. That is correct. Susan Sarandon. Uh, and they, they play um, unsuspecting, uh, a different type of, yeah. of vampire. And uh, it's uh, a little more real to life, I guess, it's, than dramatic. Yes. It's very, um, there's a lot of seduction involved. Yes, there and is. And it's it's an, an artier film. Yeah. I, I uh, watched that movie in a class about uh, gay and lesbian literature. Yes. In uh, in college. Really? And I, there are a lot of gay and lesbian um, subtle overtones in this movie. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. She max on uh, Catherine Nervous as queen vampire, mm-hmm. and she seduces Susan Sarandon. Correct. Preston, I'm sorry to go back in time again, sure. but on your list, uh, is, is 1972 on your list? Because... Yeah, so I was I was going to go through our birthdays but... first and then, and then explore right. the other years. So I, I, 72, yeah? I, I wanted to bring up a movie because, Steve, I, I got home and it was punch drunk and jet lagged yesterday. And so we, uh, my girlfriend and I sat down on the couch and we watched a, a horror movie that I, I don't know if is in your wheelhouse or not. It, it's quote unquote a horror okay. movie. It's called Frogs. Yes. Nick, it was the number one horror oh. movie of 1972. Are you serious? I'm serious. It and- was... The worst movie sure. I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Oh. It was laughable. And yeah. Sam Elliott is in it. He plays the protagonist that's protecting this family. There's this cranky old grandpa. Yep. Oh, my God. It is so laughably bad. But right yeah. now, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you need a laugh as to what a horror movie was supposed to be in 1972, yeah. watch it. That's a good call. There are a number of movies like that. But if you want to see one that makes this seem like uh, uh, Schindler's List in uh, film quality... There's one called Night of the Lepus, which is about <laughs> giant rabbits. Okay. Giant, furry, nose Come twitching, ear wiggling <laughs> rabbits. Well, that'll go next on my Night list. of the Lepus. And I think, if I remember correctly, um, who's, who's there are a couple of actual full-blown celebrities in that one. All okay. right. Th- this Frogs, apparently, Steve, was... Uh, Here's some, Night of the Lepus. Okay, now watch. Was, was supposed to be a uh, response to Birds by Hitchcock. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Well, and there was, as Steve was saying, there was, there was a series of those. There was Piranha was one. There right. There was one called Ticks, actually. went out that one. Food ago. of the Gods with giant ants based on the H.G. Wells uh, and giant, giant insects. There yeah. was... Um, uh, there was a whole bunch of them. Yeah, Nature Gone Wild. Yeah, yeah. So that was number one. Frogs. Frogs. It's on Amazon Prime. And do you well, remember listen, the poster? And, and, was it was a frog with a guy's arm sticking out of its mouth? Yes. Yeah. 
But to backtrack the year before, and this must have been when those were all the rage, Steve, Willard was number one. So Willard was a lunatic yeah. who, whose best friend was was a rat, and he had a whole bunch of rats, and, you know, tear him up! Yeah. And he was, um, he he would bid the rats forward to do his... Yeah. Oh, the rat his, yeah. his name was Willard, and yeah. the lead rat was named Ben, and believe it or not, that's where oh, the Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson song's about a rat. song came from uh, his, was, uh, his pet rat Ben. Was there a remake of Willard? There yeah. was a, there was a sequel too. Okay, but yeah. there was a, there was a more current remake, and I want to say Crispin Glover. That's was what in I thought. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was a sequel to Willard. I think it was called Ben. Uh, 1973 was The Exorcist, obviously the oh, all time classic. Good one. Um, Master. Peace. Yeah, and in fact, Steve, you said there is a, speaking of petitions, uh, there's a group that's trying to get the stairwell that's yeah. used in the end of the film uh, into made into a national historic historical landmark, mon- yes, or, or or at least location they want to acknowledge it, uh, and that's in D.C. Uh, this uh, it's staircase. in D.C. It's in Georgetown, right? right? And so uh, when uh, Father Karras, uh, uh, not no, not Father Karras, yeah, yeah, Father uh, Damien Karras, yes, gets launched out of the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, uh, it, that's the steps he comes cascading down. Uh, 1974, if you're looking for some uh, good scary movies, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Again. Uh, was the number one uh, movie at the box Never office. seen it. So Eli Roth. Or number one horror movie. Eli Roth on, I believe it's on A&E, has a series. And uh, I've been watching it, the installments. The last installment was Demons. Mm-hmm. And uh, you talk about the impact of these movies. And he brings up, they do a whole segment, of course, on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because you had, again, Tobe Hooper. Uh, limited budget, used borrowed a, a camera from a school, shot it in Texas. It was based on the Ed Gein story, and uh, you know the the lunatic who is who would dra- kill women and dress them as deer and wore the skin and did all that stuff. And uh, so much of this movie is in broad daylight, which freaks people out. Hey, by the way, Steve, see uh, people texting in about the worst scary movie ever, or or at least yeah. uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, zombie beavers. Zombie beavers. <laughs> you ever heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, heard yeah, of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. Zombie Beavers is a nice good one. Beaver. Uh so all right, so seventy five was Jaws as we already covered. Nineteen seventy six was Carrie. By the yes. way, I, I looked, that was at, a great movie. looked at nineteen seventy five and there really weren't any good horror, horror movies. Okay. Something Carrie... called the Shivers or something like that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crap. Yeah. Okay. Carrie was another one that we watched every year. Yeah. It's a it's a great movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh Stephen King based, obviously. Started his whole Yeah. Locomotion, uh, his, his whole uh, pro- propelling forward, uh, and and this this just dominated. People were freaking the f out when this it. movie came out. One Never of the one of the greatest scary endings ever, and that's enough said. I'm not yeah. going to tell you what happens, but Casey, yeah, uh, perfected the art of the jump scare. Uh, yes, <laughs> no well, it, like nobody's business. Yep. And Piper mm-hmm. uh, Laurie, who plays the mom, yeah, Piper hmm. Laurie, uh, she was. Um, uh, Nominated for an Oscar. She was terrifying. She was great. Yeah. Sensational. Yeah. Um, 1977, here's another one, Contention, Steve. By the way, these are most popular horror movies by the year you were born, so listen along. Uh, Racerhead. It's not no, a horror movie. No, it's, it's it'll give F. you nightmares. It will. It's effed up. Like you said, that is a nightmare personified on film. That's basically. really what it is. Yeah. So if you want if you want annoying sounds. A bad dream. Uh, and unpleasant imagery. For an hour and a half, almost two hours, that's what it is. David Lynch, his his motivation for writing and making yes. that film was his time spent living in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He lived in a, in a fairly industrial area, which had the hum of machinery, I guess, yep. or just that, that drone of city sound, and it got him thinking in this weird direction. That's why in this movie, you just feel like... <laughs> 
yeah. in the background almost all the time. Really, I, I've never seen this one. Casey, either. It, you won't. You probably won't last long. Okay. It's, it's it'll it'll mess with your head. I okay. love I love his. It's wild. I love his capabilities, yeah. and it's and and it, there's some brilliant stuff in it. But you watch if you watch it, you watch it once, and that's it. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was seventy seven, seventy eight. Kathy's birthday uh, was Halloween. Uh, 1979 was Alien, definitely a different take on a horror film. Horror sci-fi. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, you know, uh, and it's, it's based on a movie. Well, it's very similar to a movie, which I love, which is uh, from the 50s called It, the Terror from Beyond Space. It's ba- basically the same story. Uh, so that oh. was the number one horror film in 1979. Uh, 1980, you hit The Shining. Uh, and obviously that was huge. Yep. And, and he remember, didn't like it, right? Stephen me? King. No. Stephen King. Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't like it. It took a different direction than the story. Yeah. Okay. So, so they. Uh, but you know, it's 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 its own work of art. It's based on the story, but it became its own work of art yeah. through Kubrick. You know. I watched uh, Ready Player One on the plane yesterday on the way back. I enjoyed. Uh, it's different from the book, of course, but the sure. the take on The Shining and the set it's production great. that they did and. and in Ready Player One of the original sets from The Shining were, were really impressive. I don't know how they pulled that off. Yeah, so that's not even in the book at all. Right. It's not even in Ready Player One yet. It's its own thing in this in this yeah. film. But um, who is it we were talking to uh, who we had in, Steve, that the, the trailer for that movie, it wasn't even... We were asking about... Uh, uh, what goes in the trailer versus what is actually what from the film goes in the trailer? That scene of the blood coming out of the elevator. The sl- it's not well, the movie. It's it, well, or, it I'm is. Sorry, it is. But that's all the trailer was. That's all it is with the heartbeat. With the yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah, uh, and going, what is this going to be? Because I, I, I was in a, uh, the theater for another movie, and it's, I saw that trailer. I'm like, oh my! It's God. funny because I don't consider The Shining terrifying. I consider it. Uh, uh, brilliant! I love it. I, I love the movie, and I'll watch it every time it's on. But it's it's not one that that I feel like I, that I that I get, you know, terrified in the way you will in some other movies. Uh, Nineteen eighty one, the top horror film was The Evil Dead. I love if you've never seen the original Evil Dead. Now that's a movie that I went to see because Stephen King happened to see it at some film festival he was at. And he described it as the most aggressive horror movie he had ever seen in his life. At that time, now things have surpassed it. But right. if you catch it, it might seem a little cheesy to people. Now it seemed a little cheesy back then. But it was because it was done on a shoestring budget. Again, it has sort of a documentary feel to it. Yeah. And it's almost like before there was um, found footage, yeah. it had a sort of found footage feel to it. Agree. And uh, it's great. It's yeah. so good. There's a scene where you first realize that something wrong happened yes. when they're going through the cards and you hear the voice. Right. And it's like, oh my, it scared the hell out of me. Well, yeah, so, so there, there's, the, the one girl's been attacked by the trees and they're staying in this cabin and they're they're going through this process where they're, they're trying to guess, you see if they can do telepathy. Right, And the, the, the two girls are playing and the girl's looking out the window and she starts saying, you know, square or, or, or ace of spades or whatever the card is. Every card that's Every card is coming up and then she turns around. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, my God, I'm scared just listening yeah. to it. Uh, 1982, the most popular horror film was Poltergeist. And that took the country over as well. That was, that was uh, everybody was fascinated. To me, that is a, a fun horror movie. I wasn't scared at all, but I, I loved the, 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 the doll, the clown doll, the There's, tree, the, the ominous tree. All that stuff. is It was great. There were just so many parts. I, I've never watched it all the way through because I, I think fairly early... On in the movie, the guy starts clawing his own face apart in the mirror. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't like that. 
So I stopped watching it. But they did they did a couple of simple things too, besides the the effects lady and stuff, Steve, where she uh she's in the kitchen and uh, yeah. and uh, goes to the counter and then comes back and all the chairs are on top of the table and or they're sliding on the floor. It just it it yeah. was simple, but it was scary. That you know? stuff is awesome, yeah. Yeah. Uh nineteen eighty three, the hunger, as we mentioned, that's Marissa's birthday. Uh nineteen eighty four became became the realm of Freddy Krueger. And that's when A Nightmare on Elm Street came out, and that was number one for 1984. Still the best. When did uh, Friday the 13th come out? That came out before that. Yeah, Yeah, because you said Halloween was the first of them all to come out? Halloween wasn't the first, uh, you know, it was was the first to really pick up steam. Okay. Friday the 13th was the same year as The Shining, so that's why uh, The Shining wins. 1980? Correct, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I remember, yeah, the... um, uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth was uh, it was the movie to watch, especially once uh, another another once, once rentals started coming. Yes, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. got to get that. And if you talk about shock shock ending, yeah, it was yes, yeah, that's another that one. ranked up there yeah. with Carrie. I agree. Uh, Nineteen eighty five was Fright Night. That's one I consider fun too. Steve. I love it. Yeah. it Roddy McDowell yeah. and uh, and it was remade and it was done uh, with uh, Colin uh, Ferguson, right? Uh, it, uh, Colin Farrell. Know. Colin Farrell, yeah. Okay. Um, Colin Ferguson is a serial. It was, was a mass murder. Number one horror film in 1986 was The Fly. Oh yeah, I is that a horror that? movie? Though? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's horror more sci-fi. It's more sci-fi. Yeah. I remember watching that whole movie and just getting to the end and still being like, really? Well, David <laughs> David Cronenberg yeah. is is known for movies that are like that. That end with you going, oh man, and leave you feeling. He did a movie with Marilyn Chambers uh, called Rabid. I remember that. And uh, it's it's or the Breed, and you you never finish off a David Cronenberg movie going. They did it. They took yeah. care of it. It's over. It's always like, oh man. Marilyn Chambers in Rabid, she had a little monster in her armpit. Right? It was a little like it was like a like a like a like yeah. a stinger. Yeah. And it would it was it's spreading the infection. Yeah. All if you right. want to see a movie again that's similar, it's called The Breed, Preston, and uh, it is. It's like there's placental stuff and weird stuff. Like Videodrome is another horror movie that David Cronenberg did that's okay. really weird. Who did, do you remember a movie called Manitou? Yes, with, with the, with the, the guy Indian has an Indian. Um, um, on his back or something? Out of his, yeah, yeah. basically growing out of him. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Fun fact on the fly, I believe it's the first time the tagline uh, was used that uh, for the first time ever was be afraid, be very afraid. That was the poster. Really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. The original one has uh, less impressive effects, but it's uh, still pretty good as well. 1987, uh, the top horror film was The Lost Boys. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. I'm, again, a fun movie. I Michael. liked it. Michael. I definitely Michael. liked them. Michael. 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 Do you Mikey. have that? I do. Yeah. We have the... <laughs> the, the Michael Supercut from Lost was, Boys. Yeah, it was edited together all yeah. of the Michaels <laughs> in the movie The Lost Boys, which the only thing I didn't like about it... Were the clothes? That was the only thing I didn't realize. But it was, was very 1980s. His name is Star. Yeah, he'll have the, the 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 best looking vampires you'd ever seen. They called them MTV vampires. Oh, did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder. How oh, what was her name? Uh, Jamie Gertz. Yeah. Oh, oh man, oh, Star. love me some Star. Jamie Gertz. Yeah, her name. <laughs> is... I'm a vampire. Star. I want to suck you, Michael, and the Frog Brothers. Which was Corey Ham and Corey Feldman? Yes. Or, or no, wait, I'm sorry. It was Corey Feldman and somebody else? Some other guy that you and don't Corey know. Corey Ham was yeah. the main uh, young male character in that right. film. Yeah, the other frog was a guy named J- uh, Jameson Newlander. I don't okay. know him. Uh, what was he in? We don't know. 
Other, other things you've never heard of before. <laughs> oh, Lost Boys, The Thirst. The Thirst. The sequel from mm. 2010. Was, all right. Not quite as good. Back back up that uh, IMDb real quick, Nick, because yeah. who was Jason Patrick was Michael. Right. Anyway, Michael. So. Mikey. Michael. Mike. Michael. 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 Not afraid of you anymore, David. <laughs> but and and the the final line in the film yes. was fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. And well, it, you know the movie's old, but yeah. I'm not going to ruin it for you anyway. 1987. All right, 1988. Uh, the number one horror film of that year was Child's Play. Chucky. It was a great movie. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah. so you know, uh, talking about how that film was done before CGI, all those sets were up. Yeah, it was an, a, a fire drill. Uh, we have a yeah, flashing yeah, so strobe flashing. in the studio. That's why. <laughs> so uh, all those sets were built, Preston, like like the way they do the Muppet movies, like up five feet high. No, okay. really? Yeah, so yeah. that's how you could get... Uh, basically, Chucky was a Muppet. Yeah. Uh, again, Ready Player One, I watched it on the plane as well, oh, yeah. uh, Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there is a, you know, Chucky is brought into it as well, <laughs> yeah. which is so great. It is a great part of the movie. Uh, 1989 was Pet Cemetery. Uh, They're season. remaking it, by the way. Are they really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, so a trailer coming out, and I think it's John Lithgow in the um, Fred, Fred Gwynn yeah. role. So it was 1989. 1990. We get into the 90s. Uh, now see, well, no. Uh, Flatliners. No. It, there is a hard Scary element. moments. Yes, there's a... There's, in the other realm, in the dream realm, uh, and um, they bring something back with them. Yeah. That's yeah. basically mostly going after Kiefer Sutherland, right? Yeah, yeah. No, Good. all of them. Okay. They're all chased by their um, fears. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's the most, because it was all his idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's been a while since they remade that, right? They, they did, did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as much as Lost Boys was a, an homage to what 80s garb looked like, Flatliners was definitely early 90s. Like, that's what everybody Billy looked Baldwin. Yeah, and the long oh, trench coat right. look, and yeah. I like women. What can I say? The 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 goofiest part of that is when they're like uh, daring each other. Is so, yeah. yeah, I'll do forty seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, forty five. <laughs> and they just go anyway. Julia Roberts, Oliver Platt. Nineteen ninety one was uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yes, I don't consider it a horror movie, but many do. Uh, so it was more suspense and thriller uh, and thriller. Yeah, exactly. It's a thriller. Uh, <laughs> Bad <Scary. laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Doctor Lecter. I'll be working closely with you. Oh no! He's, oh my God! He's, he's let me out! Let me out! What's your problem? Let me out of here! They finally found the found the thing that broke Lecter. Just found your great cellmate. Yeah, Doctor Lecter. Holy Jesus! We're gonna become fast friends. Oh my God! What are you? He's pounding on the glass. <laughs> Let me out! He's trying to get to that opening where they move, put the food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? I'm going to let my gloves dry out here on the end of the bed. Anyway. You just want to play quid pro quo with him? Yeah, nothing, nah. yeah. I got a better game, Twister. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, 1991, it was uh, the number one uh, horror film. It's Pictionary. Uh, 1993. All right, here you go again. 
1993. But I guess oh, it, would, it would all depend on what was out that year. Go ahead. You want to guess? You're not going to say Jurassic Park, are you? No. Okay. No, no. But it was Fire in the Sky. Which Fire is a based on a supposedly yeah. true story about an alien abduction. It's yeah. a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I agree. Wait, what was 92? Uh, did I skip 92? I think so. Mm-hmm. Turner and Hooch. It's, <laughs> it's not on here. The Mystery Year, 1992. They, what? They just skipped it? Yeah. That's and interesting. It was, it was a movie called Hannibal and Michael. Oh, Let me out! <laughs> what is that music? <laughs> oh no! Oh, you're, you leave it. You lead a deranged life. <laughs> uh, well, Candyman. Eight to senses takers living with some fava beans and Chianti. I once had a Boy Scout jamboree party at my house the entire weekend. <laughs> Holy Christ! <laughs> And they taste good. Oh my God! I sautéed them with Jesus juice. <laughs> <laughs> I change diapers on my monkey every day. Oh Holy my God. Christ! <laughs> and I piss in bottles and around the house, <laughs> and my nose comes off. <laughs> Get me out of here! <laughs> I mean, I'm 40 years old and I have parties for nine-year-old boys. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Jesus! This can why let me out <laughs> Oh my god Can you have such fun uh, you do that list again because seriously <laughs> when you list it like that Hey Blamis I pinch the diaper on my monkey every day I piss in bottles I have an entire staircase it's a tribute to home alone <laughs> I bounce Emmanuel Lewis up and down on my lap all throughout every award show. I drink Jesus juice. My nose comes off. I used to be black. (laughs) And I made my kids wear Mardi Gras masks. And have a train, but a real one. Lecter admits everything. (laughs) I will tell you right now how you can get in touch with Buffalo Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I have a dress. (laughs) The exact most longitude and latitude. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man. (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) Nice to meet you, Dr. Lecter. Oh, my God. We're going to be good friends. See, 92, though, uh, had some decent ones in there. I mean, they had Candyman, which for me, Candyman is a top-notch horror movie. Candyman is, if you've never seen it, uh, it, it plays off the uh, the, the Bloody Mary, um, you know, where you say it into the mirror. You say Candyman five times into the mirror. Yeah. And uh, oh, okay. it's excellent. Virginia Madsen's in it, and it's, it, you know, it takes place in Cabrini-Green, the uh, the project in Chicago. Very well, cool. A movie you love came out that year, Steve, and and I thought it was great too. Is uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser no, is no. Hellraiser. Awesome. Oh no, I'm sorry. Hellraiser three. Sorry. Yep. Hellraiser right. one and Hellraiser two are great. And then as, as with a lot of these, the first one's always the best. But Steve, you love Doctor Giggles, and that came out. in Doctor Giggles is well. a lot of fun. <laughs> um, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> the number one, according to IMDb in 1992, was Sleepwalkers, was and okay. I guess maybe that was by uh, gross sales. Yeah. Uh, that's a fun, weird movie. That's the Cat People, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Here, Here's one that was out that year, uh, but not necessarily a horror film, but certainly scary, Single White Female. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a thriller. That's a thriller. What yeah, about that's a, it's, it's a thriller. thriller. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be good friends. 
Would you be interested in a movie called Single White Female or no? Not at all. Yeah, I didn't no, think no, so. No, no, Swarthy, Mediterranean-looking <laughs> nine-year-old. What about Lost Boys? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Wait, there's a trick. The more lost, you. the better. In Lost Boys. Mike, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike. 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 Yeah. Michael. Yeah, great. Michael. I just hate maggots anyway. Michael. Mike. Michael. Mike. Oh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful movie. In fact, they kept... Their boys are tied up by their feet, hanging upside down like a wine cellar. Oh. <laughs> I just go and pick what year. Okay. Hmm, daycare. Uh, okay, all right. So 93 was fire in the sky. Let me blow the dust off this one. Uh, 94 was Interview with a Vampire. Boo. What? Uh, I still haven't watched that. I hate that movie. I, uh, I'm a big fan. Horror, horror movie though? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't consider it. It is it is a um the director's from the director who did the, the crying game. He's a Neil Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's if you take it and it's large, it's an epic almost. It starts, you know, with with Brad Pitt beca- you know, yeah. it starts uh, hundreds of years. Day, hundred, it spans hundreds of years. And actually, Tom Cruise is excellent. You know, there's a lot of questions about the casting and so on and so forth. As is Brad Pitt, but there are it, it it started, I think, this romanticism with vampires that's led to a lot of stuff that sucks. But it was uh, it was great. All right, we got a few more to get to before we uh, we got to bring it up. To we got to bring it up, we, or, or at least as far as this list as goes. As far as it goes, um, the top movies by year uh, species nineteen ninety five. Species is more sci fi, but yeah. I'll take it. Uh, nineteen ninety six was Scream. Okay. Boy, yeah, did that yeah. take over? That yeah. dominated. Yeah. Brought back the slasher film. Yep. It, it, it also did, and also made fun of it at the same time. And then uh, ninety seven was. I know what you did last summer. I think that's a crappy movie. Yeah, it's the Gordon's it. Fisherman goes crazy. It okay. wouldn't have happened without the success of Scream either. Yeah, correct. Uh, but it did give us Jennifer Love Hewitt mm-hmm. uh, heaving. Oh, so we're uh, going to get into like Final Destination stuff too now. I like the Final Destination movie. Yeah. In nineteen ninety eight was the Faculty. That's that fun. A wild movie. That's uh, uh, um, uh, Rodriguez um, uh, having a brain fart on the on the name. He's a uh, uh, yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Manny yeah. Rodriguez. Manny Rodriguez. Manny Rodriguez. No, <laughs> no. but uh, John Stewart's in it. What? Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> Wait, what's that from? <laughs> Speedy's cousin. Oh, Slowpoke yeah. Rodriguez. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I don't think that. I want to run. Uh, 1999 gave us the Blair Witch Project, and there began the yeah. found footage. I, me, I love the Blair Witch Project. I, I love I, found I, footage horror movies. I agree at 100%, Preston. And also, you remember, it was the first movie or the first time I can remember a viral campaign taking hold. And uh, yeah, box office draw versus budget, it may still be the biggest take. It probably, no, you know what is what's, what surpassed it? Paranormal activity. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, because of the, just the the low, but it was a low budget. It just destroyed. But leading up to it, that stuff. We, and we were talking about it on air. We was, mm-hmm. where, what's the site? Is this real? Yeah, they and, they had floated these websites out there about the history of the Blair Witch and 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 the fact that this footage was found undisturbed, buried where only things that were hundreds of years old would have been, and. It was it was a really odd campaign, and we were fascinated with it. And sure enough, it took off. And and uh, this is the remake that they're they're showing the, the trailer here for. It was, it was, the remake was or it was called Blair Witch. So uh, this is the Blair Witch Project, yep. the original, and then and then Blair Witch, which was not that good. That was in 1999. Then 2000. It says in a morning horror film, American Psycho. Yeah, no, yeah. not really. No, and I didn't see it. But it was a good a movie, horror movie. But it did have slasher I could, elements in it. To me, it's more like a dark comedy. 
Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. In uh, night in two thousand one, Bones. Oh, Bones. Bones. You know that wasn't one? that the? Um... It was a TV show with uh, David no. Boreanaz. Yes, that's it. Wait, uh, wasn't it? The, wasn't it the one where the guy keeps the girl in the? Basement? It's got Snoop Dogg in it. It says when you have to choose one, you just can't pass up Bones, which features Snoop Dogg as a gangster who rises from the dead to seek revenge on who fools, on on who who did him wrong, or what is it? What fools did him wrong? I'm not uh, not familiar. All right, Casey, give me the wrap up signal. Uh, 2002, 28 days later. Great movie. 2003. Danny Boyle. 2003, Wrong Turn. Eliza Dushku was in that. Uh, brutal, visceral. They get these 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 backwoods, mis, you know, effed up people just uh, butcher them and cannibalize them. Uh, 2004 was Saw, and that kicked off a franchise, obviously. And that was unique. Yeah. Uh, 2005, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I love it. Great movie. 2006, number one was uh, the remake of The Omen. Uh, I thought they did a good job with it. They did a good job. Original's still better, but they did a good job. 2007 was Paranormal Activity. Of course, as you mentioned that. Solid. I'm not going to see it. Yes. Uh, (laughs) That type of stuff scares the living crap out of me. 2008, The Strangers... Uh, yes, which is basically the the, the people in the, in the with the, the masks based on a sort of a semi true story. Yep, and which then, is weird to say a semi true story. Uh, Two thousand nine, Jennifer's Body, which is uh, the uh, it's a, a Diablo Cody. It's um, uh, it, it's sort of a comedy uh, horror. Two thousand ten was uh, more of a of a thriller than a horror movie, but Black Swan. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think I don't see that. No, <laughs> I don't see that. It has the chicks in it. Uh, okay, two thousand eleven, Steve, Human Centipede, Home Run. Yeah. Absolutely. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. When you have the boys over? All right. Having the boys over for a human centipede party. 2012, The Cabin in the Woods. That's damn good. Joss Whedon. It was fun. Top horror film. 2013, Mama. Mama's excellent. It's a freaky By the way, that director went on to direct it. Uh, 2014, uh, The Babadook? Yes. Okay. Uh, It's very good. Um, Uh, Yeah, trust me. 2004, I'm, I'm ripping right through these. Uh, 2015 was The Visit. The Visit's damn good. Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Shyamalan. I, it, I thought it, it... It was great. ...brought him back, man. That's a great movie. It was. I, it, I thought it was freaky fun. Okay, no. What? 2016, Ghostbusters. No! no. It's not a horror film. It's not a comedy. horror film. Comedy film. That doesn't count at all. Right, move along. And then 2017, It was the number one as far as horror films. That we, was fun. We have to take a break. That was a good list. Fine. Of the uh, top horror. We're gonna be great friends. Of the top horror films. Help me! And with that, we'll come back in just a second. And uh, don't forget secret text word. I'll tell you about that in a moment. We'll be right back. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You are guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring easy with no BS. Check him out at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, you know that I go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. Whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massage or facial start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their over 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thank you very much, Kathy. We have a secret text word today. We have a chance to win a pair of tickets. MMR presents Hailstorm. And in this moment, it's going to be a BB&T Pavilion 
uh, indoors Saturday, November 17th. You know, they have they have shows throughout the year. They close it up, and you can be inside over there. Do you know the only time I've been there for a show indoors was the Impractical Jokers? I've I've done a couple, and that was one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. You don't even it know. Is. Yeah. You, can't, you can't tell. It's, it, it was full-on winter when that was going on. It was yeah. near Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll have a chance to win those tickets. Text word secret to 39333. A little while, we'll have uh, somebody call and see if we can get that uh, with the uh, the word, and also a uh, we'll do a random texter. Uh, by the way, thank you to uh, Sprint uh, for uh, hosting a little Halloween get together. We've had some people come by today. People that went by uh, Sprint store locations around the area, leading up to the uh, Bates Motel appearances that we did, and they got registered. They won tickets to the Bates Motel, the country's best haunted hayride, uh, and a sit in this morning on the show. And our friends from Dunkin' Donuts supplying the food. This Halloween, get your day running on Dunkin'. You guys having a good time? You can stop by today and grab uh, two bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches for five bucks. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. We're just going to move forward. Um, so, Kath, you got to leave. Get out of here. This. I'm just uh, going to set up Marissa for the next traffic report. Okay, she's, she's going to stick her Oh, she's me. setting her up to fail. And no. <laughs> stop it. On the Cornestogle Highway... <laughs> Next to the Peach and uh, Conduit. The Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah, the Lincoln Tunnel. The Autobahn's looking backed up. Any of you guys dressing up tonight for Halloween oh, at all? I have to. Probably. Jace told me I have to. Oh, that's right. What so, are you being for Halloween? Like in this cute little voice. And I was like, um, <laughs> a skeleton? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> 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 my favorite character from Steel Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, 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 are you guys doing it? I, 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 just, I may grab I'll do something. something last second and throw it on. I don't. I haven't made any plans. Just with the whole London thing. I, yeah, it, it was I'll probably do my gimp outfit. Yeah, you, <laughs> the mask and the zipper. Hey, kids. I think we have one of those here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, oh, I, I don't do. dress. I love seeing the kids, and I, I so I'll have all the the stuff lit up and my my decorations up, and and uh, we say it's it's just a blast. Mm-hmm. How late do you guys stay out? Um, you know, on the your Ruffle, handing out candy. Roughly 9 o'clock, I Yeah, think. likewise. We it, went we, a little bit later. It, it depends on the uh, activity. And like I said, there's a lot of activity in our neighborhood. But I may be so tired that we might wrap it up earlier. I sure. And it is going to be nice. So you can actually sit outside with your bowl of candy. Yeah. And I, I won't get many trick-or-treaters. I, I would say we'll probably get less than 30. Wow. Because yeah. yeah. last year, like, uh, uh, you know, first year in Mount Air, we, we did... Like about 130, 140? Yeah, that's a lot. Are, are you dressing up? Uh... I will. I don't know what yet. Uh, I, I got to go out. I've decided I'm going to uh, do kind of dress up the yard a little bit, maybe make a, like a cool little LED walkway so people don't trip and stuff like that. So okay. I, I, I have a little bit of shopping that I need to do. Um, and I am going to, I, I have a box of costumes that I can really choose from. So I can either grab something out of the box, I can do the ghillie suit thing again if I wanted to. <laughs> you have fun with the ghillie suit. The ghillie suit is that. Um... Uh, I can blend into the bushes. They use the military to blend in the bushes and tall grass, and and you have fun scaring the crap out of people. Snipers wear them. I mean, (laughs) you look like a bush. You do. You look like a shrub. (laughs) That's actually great. And and if you're not going to take it, maybe I will. I haven't done anything like that Really? Okay, so I wasn't sure if you guys liked that or if you thought that was a dick move. Well, we have two ghillie suits. On Halloween? No, I think it's great. Okay. I think think it's fun. You know me. I don't like being startled and stuff like that, but for Halloween, it can be kind of fun. Now, you watch out for the little bitty kids. I I only do it to the kids that deserve it, right? Okay. That so, deserve it. No, you, you can uh, be. It can also be a, a low rent swamp thing. 
Yeah, you could yeah, yeah. with that, Marissa. Casey, I went back and found your videos from last year and posted them up on PressandSteve.com. I laughed out loud over <laughs> and over and over. And that little girl was like, "Ew, Twizzlers." <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. Speaking, the crap out of uh, speaking of you, uh, Marissa, what? Uh, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Just watched the video of the girls and I scared. Oh, we oh, have the video running. Sorry, sorry. I was looking the other way. Their sorry. costumes are just like a YouTube shirt with a tutu. Like, I guess they were What YouTube? are we talking about? Oh, know. no, no. He asked you a question. I know. What I'm are you sorry. dressing as? Anyway, are are you going to do anything? Because you, you, you have apartment life, which is totally different than the rest of us. It, are, do you go out tonight, or do you hand out candy, or do you just hang out and not do anything tonight? So they do hand out ca- candy in my building. You can uh, alert the kids and let them know that you're going to be handing out candy. Um, I have also just, like, accidentally gone out to dinner in Queen Village. We were mentioning earlier that that's one of the best places to go. It is. There are kids everywhere. <laughs> So what do the kids come to the the door? They buzz buzz in, and then what do you take the elevator down with the candy and give it to them? <laughs> no, they, yeah. you're, you're telling. Yeah, the kids. who is it? <laughs> Trick or treat! I'll be right down. Do many kids live in the in the apartment building? There's a handful of them, okay. but you know I'm so close to neighborhoods that I'm sure they'd rather walk around than yeah. actually walk through the building. True. Um, but I'm actually taking uh, my boyfriend's niece out trick or treating today. Ah, I got invited. I couldn't say really. No. <laughs> hey, it's a great night to watch kids trip and fall down, Marissa. So <laughs> yes. that's going to oh be perfect God. for you. You're going to love it tonight. Are, yeah. you, are you going to dress up? I, I was saying I might I might go down and we have we've kept all of our costumes mm-hmm. over the years and I've got. Just a, a whole wardrobe of stuff. So I may just go down and throw something on. All right. I, I have this weird pet peeve, and it's uh, it might sound a little sour grapesy, um, but I all right, all right uh, and maybe a little bit jealous. Uh, so let me just throw that out there now. All right. All right. But I kind of can't stand it when buff guys uh, put their buffness into their costume. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like oh, like, I'm going like to be muscular Tesla. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm just going to go shirtless and put some green paint on my body. I'm going to be incredible. Well, how's that any different than a sexy girl dressing sexy for Halloween? Because I'm, I'm a heterosexual man. <laughs> Who does and... not want to see muscular <laughs> man? Oh, listen, so, but if, but if I, if I had that kind of hell yeah. cut upness, I'd well, use that's it. what I'm saying. Totally. What yeah. would you do? Like, like, uh, like a muscular Lincoln. No, I don't think I'd do anything like that. <laughs> that do were, that's sense. what I would just keep riffing on great historical figures like muscular Henry Kissinger. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No. And just take the most the not the most the, the most yes. the softest, doughiest people throughout history. I'm James K. Polk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Muscular Churchill. Yeah. Uh Steve, I have a question <laughs> for you. Just occurred to me. Um do you have the uh goose costume that you ordered? <laughs> yes, I do. <gasps> Can I use that tonight? Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Is yeah, it here? It, no, it's not here. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. What the hell is that for? I was, uh, it's really out, cheesy. I was talking to the geese for a little Do while. Do you want a Rocketeer costume? <laughs> sure. I'll try to have the Handmaid's Tale uh, costume. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Listeners gave you that, right? I definitely got to wear those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have the good doctor on the line. Oh! Uh, this is his kind of night as well. Please welcome our good friend, Mr. Mr. Dr. Mike Cerigliano. Mr. Yes. Doctor. Hey, Dr. Mike. Thank God you're all back safe and sound. I was worried like a mother hen. Thank you, my man. Make sure you guys are okay. Listen, in homage to my buddy Steve over there, (laughs) uh, you know, Steve, I've been so busy this morning. Did you talk about the monsters? No, we, we. I have not, but they are going up as as they always do. So, so uh, Doctor Mike, uh, my uh, dear friend, uh, and all of our uh, dear friends, uh, has gifted me over the course of a couple of years now with a whole bunch of audio animatronic uh, guys like the Hannibal Lecter that we have here in the office. So I have them all set up and ready to go, and uh, they're they're going to go up out on the front porch. I have a few. The butler, there's a butler that is a real hit with trick or treaters that I'm going to set up as well. Now, do you do likewise? Because you have about 25 of them. 
Well, they're all in one consolidated room now. But, right. Uh, uh, because I had to get my wife to be able to park in the garage after 17 years of marriage, I focused on that. But uh, that that's on the list, Steve, as you know. And uh, uh, I, I have a whole room where it's going to have lightning and I have all my monsters. And You, you, uh, you need to know that to show these things, and I have, so I have them down. There's a part of my, I have a similar setup. So these are like um, uh, Madame Tussauds level. Uh, they're six feet tall. My wife can't stand going into this one room in the basement, but it's set up as like a cave and it's it's lit up and it's it's the whole thing. And and but you know what? I do find that sometimes kids will freak when they see these things, Mike. Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. and and that's how realistic they are. In fact, uh, you know, the, for my wife's uh, birthday, we were going through pictures, and there's a picture of my daughter Amy when she was four, looking up at this mummy, uh, and uh, the eyes move and they glow green, and she moans, and my daughter just didn't know what to do with that. Uh, yeah. She'll probably bring that up in therapy along, <laughs> yeah. along with a lot of other things I've done. A but, lot of uh, therapy, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but it, it, these are awesome. You don't see them anymore. They used to sell them all the time at Spencer's from a company called Jemmy. You remember, like over years, press and you'd see him. I think so. Yeah, yeah and that, they they have a new one out that's a, that's a Michael Myers for, but it's not as good as the one that they made years ago. But they they're awesome. Listen, the uh, chainsaw uh, uh, Texas chainsaw murder uh, guy that yes. I got you, Leatherface. That, that Leatherface has gone. Uh, I, I mean, these are collectibles. Yes. Uh, I mean, you, you. They just. I hate my wife hates when I say I don't make them anymore, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 they don't, and and they're just really too cool. And this is just a kind of cool time of year. And are you going to be out trick or treating? Oh, oh, absolutely. I I don't know. I you know every day in my office is Halloween. It's like a trick or treat, you know. <laughs> but but uh, uh, yeah, my daughter's going to be a uh, a uh, what is she going to be? She's going to be a. a a, a uh, zombie cheerleader. Like ah, there we go. Yes. Yeah, and and my son is going to be a cowboy. Well, that's wow. Cool. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. Take pictures because we want to see. Yeah, I want him to look like Johnny Depp. You know. <laughs> but anyway, what what dad doesn't want their son to look like Johnny Depp? <laughs> nice. Well, anyway, I just wanted to check in. I'm glad you're back. Thanks. Love you guys. We hey, love, love you, you too. Have Mike. A safe Halloween, Mike. Uh, you too, guys. All right, Doctor Mike Sirigliano. Yeah, these things are um, they're like collector's items now because yeah. after a while they stop making them and there 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 there's some intricate movement especially on the chainsaw the leather face the actual blades on the chainsaw the chain. spin it the chain spins around so yeah and and since the weather's going to be good you don't have to worry about uh that's the only issue yeah because you if the weather's good you can put yeah. them out yeah so yeah so you're putting out those on the uh i I, the I have i have two that are going to go out on the porch and this is the one that i have preston here okay uh, and uh the, then i have the uh the one up in the window at the top floor of the house oh nice yeah that's cool man uh, we're, we're, we're going to be a little bit on the minimum side of, uh, decorating this year. I didn't get a chance to get out and do it, but uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. No matter what, uh, you know, if you're going to dress up, <sighs> uh, well, ghillie, ghillie suit, suit. Ghillie, oh, the suit. ghillie suit, that's right. Maybe ghillie suit. All right. And Nick, I don't know. I, you're going out with your son. You're taking yeah. him out trick or treating. Yeah. But, but if I can remember, I put this goose costume on. Maybe it was, it was real crappy. Maybe I'll swing. I do want to see your house too, Steve. So maybe I'll swing by this afternoon on my way home. But, um, or I, you I, could go into our closet. Oh, here. there's a ton of stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll raid something here. All right. Yeah. And by the way, people were calling out Nick because he was thinking about going uh, dark at his house tonight. But uh, I think being a good father trumps that. Well, you, <laughs> so, you got to take your kid so trick or treating. Your, yeah, take your child out trick or. But you I, could uh, honestly. We talked about this earlier. If you you could use to have your neighbors pass it out for you, you could put out the bowl and just hope it. 
Yeah, last past the first two kids. I'll stop by both neighbors' houses uh, that that I know yeah. and and uh, let them know that we're not going to be there. And I do think that this year I'm going to step up my uh, Christmas decorations because I'm going to slack on the Halloween decorations. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Those are still up from last year, though, right? <laughs> no, because <laughs> I moved in last year. Oh, okay, I never, he just oh, put I'm a sorry. he just put a skull head over Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I never moved in. I mean, I never set him up last year. Uh, by the way, the candy thing. I know we we had an extensive discussion on that, but I did see this. The reason why you can't stop eating Halloween candy. There was a professor of nutrition at uh, Simmons University that did a study that said it's the convergence of sugar, fat, and salt found in many candies that really revs up the uh, hedonic eating system. In other words, you're eating for pleasure rather than physical need. And it might even go beyond the candy's ingredients. Uh, the doctor said we have these really complex neurologic systems where learning and memory and pleasure all come together. And that's why when you walk into the office and you see that Reese's peanut butter cup, your mouth literally starts watering. So you, you will automatically start salivating because you have this memory of pleasure. So that cycle sort of continues. That makes uh, complete sense for the yeah. same reason. Our talk, none of these things provide or, or make you feel, you don't get filled up on a... No. A Reese's Pieces cup, or a Reese's Pieces, or a peanut butter cup, but it is purely for joy, yeah. and and that's why you will keep going at it. That's true. However, <laughs> there have been times, especially with ice cream, where I will get filled from eating too much ice cream, and yeah. I, I feel awful afterwards. But the during portion of it is pretty fantastic. Speaking of ice cream and desserts, I did not know that in England, pudding is just another word for dessert. Yeah, that oh. it, it can be. It can be interchanged. Yes. So when you look at the menu and it says puddings, I didn't know that. It's not just a series of puddings. It's it's d- essentially it's dessert. It's, it's the treat oh. at the end of the meal. Yeah, you have your pudding. Yeah. Did you have your pudding? I did. did, but not until the last night because I thought all the other times that it was just pudding. <laughs> I don't and want I, pudding. I didn't want pudding. Yeah. <laughs> I was there <laughs> at dinner when he had this, and he goes and he, he asked the server, he's like. What is pudding me? Yeah. <laughs> and had a lengthy discussion. And I mean, it went back and forth for quite a while. And you still weren't quite. I, and, yeah. And eventually, uh, <laughs> because she didn't know what our version of pudding was right. either. So he's trying to describe it's kind of, it's, it's like this consistency and so on and so forth. And eventually I go, it's like chocolate mousse. And she's right. like, oh, okay. So th- no, it's not that. It it's, was more like a brownie what you had actually. Yeah. So I actually, Toffee. I literally had to pull up pictures on Google to go, okay. So here, is, look right if, I, here. if I ordered he this, did. is this what it would look like? That's and she good. said yes. Yeah. And then I said, okay, well, let me show you what our pudding looks like. And then I showed her a picture of chocolate pudding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of jipped myself out of a couple of desserts while I was over there. <laughs> I want pudding. I don't want, I don't want pudding. Yeah. I don't care if it's toffee. <laughs> oh, there could have been a crisis, but it was averted finally because <laughs> you were able to communicate with people from another culture. Yeah, yeah. but he had asked, he's yeah. like, you know, do you know what jello pudding is? And she's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I know what you're talking about. Get the hell out. Get out of here with your stupid cap. Uh, but no, so the the desire to eat all of this candy that you'll see coming in is, is essentially, it's just, yes, it's just uh, for pleasure. Well, of course it is. Not necessarily. That's why me. we like that candy. And then uh, uh, that's why the best thing to do is at the end of tonight. Put that candy in your car and drive it to work and put it on whatever common yeah, table community you have. table. Yes. I, and I think it was last year. Get maybe the year rid of it. I finally started just uh, eventually after a month, you know, throwing it away. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and without what? the kids knowing about it. Really? And, and Yeah, for real. And and then because they... There it, are starving children that could do with that diabetes. Well, and if, you, and if you say to them, guys, we've had this for a month, I'm throwing yeah. the candy away. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
But you throw it away, and they don't know about it. They don't even remember it ever existed in the first place. But you're right. Bring it to work is probably the better option, Steve. Put I it do. up, and people will eventually yes. uh, eat it. That's what I do with my old uh, my old uh, pharmaceuticals. That's yeah. smart. There's some smart. on the kitchen table already. Did yeah. you guys see that? There's a little uh, yep. Halloween dispensary. No. Yeah, it's got to, this is a trick. No, no, this is a treat, not a trick sign next to it, and it's a uh, spider with Halloween in it. Did you see, uh, by the way, quickly, did you see Joss? I was going to say, there's a handful of people dressed up already. So uh, Joss here from our uh, station is uh, dressed as Prince. She looks great. Purple Rain Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Looks great. Uh, Chuck is dressed as a Flyers player. And he's got a, it's like a onesie. It's, It's cute. Uh, and then uh, Pancake used some of his uh, sports memorabilia yeah. and whipped together a uh, baseball uniform. Right. Did anybody see Donnie Black yet? No. no. All right. So That's I. Donnie. He's Donnie, from our sister station. Donnie Black comes out of the elevator and he's dressed like Ray Finkel from Ace Ventura, like the the football player. Yeah. So yeah. he's dressed. So he, the door opens and he looks at me. He goes, "I'm looking for Ray Finkel <laughs> and a clean, and a clean pair of underpants." Uh, so he's got like the and it's a Ray Finkel jersey, the oh, really? mustache. Wow. Yes. All right. It's actually that's a great costume. We'll see some good ones through the uh, course of the day. I wonder if Pierre will have uh, any sort of uh, regalia on to does, commemorate the. Does he do uh, costumes? Hol- he, he, some years, uh, but he does great music on this day. He does okay. a, lot of, a lot of Halloween music and uh, a lot of listener requests too. So make sure you turn in during the uh, tune in during the workforce blocks. Gonna, here's what I'm going to charge him with doing. See if he he'll take me up on this. I want him to come in as Sergeant Carter from Gomer Pyle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> With Why? Crew cut. Hair? Yeah. Oh, crew cut. Okay. And a yeah. Marine outfit. Nice. All right. Well, listen, uh, I want to take a break. I'm going to give away some of these, Casey, if that's cool. Yes. Uh, we have a screening of the movie Overlord. Uh, the Lord. I- IMAX Theater. UA King of Prussia. This, uh, I think this is going to be a, a big cult movie. Wednesday, November, November 7th at 7.30. We'll take uh, three callers 215-263-WMMR. Doesn't hit theaters till Friday, November 9th. Okay, let me ask you, and have you even given any thought to maybe perhaps this somehow it lives in the uh, in the universe of Cloverfield? Because look at over Lord Cloverfield. Do you think perhaps at all can, Over because, Cloverfield because it's 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 a J.J. Abrams thing. I don't think so. Okay, I think it, it probably has more. There is a, there is a more of a uh, correlation with other stories like um, there's 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 a, a um, like a World War II thing going there's on. Been there. a whole, and, and if you look at all the Call of Duties, have uh, have a zombie mode in yeah. it. So I think it ties into oh, that. It's not alien based, is it? No, no. It, yeah, it's okay. it's uh, Nazis and and uh, yeah. and uh, they you know. The, Experimentation. You've and, seen it before, yeah, but yeah. this looks very cool. Hey, this like, was a, like Wolfenstein. Was well, like, very yeah. much like Wolfenstein. Yeah, I thought. Is it a horror movie? Yes, but yeah. it's a high, high, horror sci-fi. But it's um, there's also there's a couple of great movies called uh, Dead. It's Dead Snow, okay. and it's uh, that's the, those are zombie Nazis. Okay. All right, well, let's uh, get some people at the screening, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to get into the Bizarre Files. So uh, stay with us, and also we have a secret text word. And if you don't know anything about that, I'll... Oh, is this the Monsters? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll bring you up to speed on that whole thing. The text word, secret 39333. We'll be back in a moment. 2018, MMR celebrates 50 years rockin' Philly. Keep listening for special birthday events and special programming from our long, strange trip together. Every hour this weekend, we highlight 1981, the year MMR turned 13. We saw a royal wedding, Charles and Diana, and the first space shuttle mission. But the most far-out historical, momentous event of 1981... Great. 
day in the morning. It's the year Pierre Robert landed right here in our great city and began his career on these very airwaves. At MMR, the DJs had new music from these bands, Genesis, Foreigner, Rush, Billy Squire, The Rolling Stones, ACDC, The Police, The Cars, Journey, U2, and so many more from 1981. Listen all weekend as we highlight another page from our scrapbook of shared musical memories. Sponsored by Winter Airport Parking, Philadelphia's premier airport parking service. WinterAirportParking.net. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that's rocked Philly for 50 amazing years. All right, thank you very much, Marissa. By the way, Steve, uh, Indian summer, according to Wikipedia, is just a period of unseasonably warm, dry weather that sometimes occurs in autumn mm-hmm. in the northern hemisphere. So, so it could this, be it applicable. Would fall under this, but it is also known in other parts of the world as the Alt Bieber summer. Yes, I think we're experiencing an Alt Bieber summer. Also, that that is translated to the old woman's summer. Yes. Mm hmm. This is bad. It's hot and sticky like an old woman. <laughs> Scatty. That's, that's why they call that the Altweber summer. Yeah, like an old sticky woman. Did I pronounce that correctly, Nick? I think so, yeah. Altweber summer. Yeah. Old woman's summer in Germany, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Lithuania, and Hungary. Germans love to just combine words. They'll, they'll take a whole bunch of words, yeah, they do. Make, make them one, and then that's a, a brand new word. Yeah. Also in Estonia, Finland, uh, and also Slavic language countries uh, like Czech Republic, Poland, Slovakia, Russia, Serbia, and Croatia, where it is also known as Old Woman's Summer. Interesting. Hot, sweaty, smelly. (laughs) Just like a very old woman. It's (laughs) less pleasant. (laughs) Hot, sticky. Smelly. <laughs> like a 95-year-old woman. Or to Bieber summer. Um, I, I wonder what the old woman connection is, why that would be a uh, a thing. Uh, Many of them are lovely. Do you want me to read further? Why not? Uh, wait a minute. In Sweden, there is a Brit summer uh, out of uh, Brigitta or Britta having the uh, their name days around the time. In Gaelic Ireland, the phenomenon is called... It's Gaelic. I can't. There's no way I can pronounce it, but it, it translates to "Little Autumn of the Geese." So, also, so mm. talk about Gaelic. Are we now? Today is the feast of Samhain. I guess so. Right. Yeah. According to old the history of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. Halloween. Um. Yeah. I. I don't. Uh, I don't see any other information uh, on this. Oh, I'm stores. looking at the name here. I see why you didn't want to say it. Gaelic and and none of those letters translate. You can't read them phonetically because they're it's it's just all work. It's all over the damn place. Just all you need to know is it's like uh, hanging out with an old smelly woman. (laughs) 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 That's all you need to know. know. Pack a t-shirt because it's old smelly woman time here (laughs) in in County Glen. (laughs) All right. Well, we just call it Indian summer. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by CF Logistics, LLC. CF Logistics, LLC is expanding its fleet, and they're looking for professional drivers to join their family-owned company. Apply today at cflogisticsllc.com. That is cflogisticsllc.com. Uh, please... 
in Kansas City, Missouri, have recovered a large inflatable colon that was stolen from a local driveway earlier this month. The driveway had a large inflatable colon? Yeah. Why? Kansas City police announced on Monday that a tip led officers to the inflatable intestine prop at a vacant house. So far, there's no suspect in custody, uh, but they say an investigation will continue. The 10-foot wide by 10-foot tall 150-pound colon, that's big. That is a big-ass colon. Was purchased in 2017 by the Colon Cancer Coalition. There you go. And stolen from a driveway in Brookside, Missouri on October 18th. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, okay, now I got it. Where it had been uh, loaded to be transported and displayed at a breast cancer 5K two days later. What? It's almost like a colon carport. Uh, looks like a tunnel yeah. uh, that you go through. But, yes, it does. It actually has polyps and things like that right. on the inside. It's used for... Like one might find in their own bunghole. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's used for uh, demonstration and, yeah. and uh, educational purposes. So they found it. Everybody's happy. Everybody's safe. Yay! Uh, for those who are afraid of spiders, it's a nightmare come true. A man in North Rhine-Westphalia found a nasty surprise in his mailbox when he opened it to discover a tarantula inside of it. <laughs> Uh, Burned Hallebeck is the guy's name. Uh, he discovered the spider on Saturday morning. He said, I'm quite robust, but that shocked me. I am quite robust. The encounter with the eight-legged animal was so unexpected that Hallebeck almost picked it up with his mail. He said the idea of how, uh, the idea of it now makes him shudder. He said, I was never afraid of spiders, but I am now. He later learned that the spider can sting or bite its opponent when it feels attacked or irritated. Fortunately for Hallebeck, uh, he did not come into contact with the insect. Later, he had remembered he had joined the Tarantula of the Month Club. He had no idea who put the spider in his mailbox and why they did it. <laughs> it was just October's Tarantula arriving. Uh, he wanted to report it to the police, but uh, because he had viewed uh, viewed it as an offense against the protection of species law and as an attempted bodily harm. However, Hallenbach claims that... He was told by police that putting a spider in someone's mailbox is not a criminal offense. It's not. Uh, the the police were unable to trace the uh, the case. Putting uh, a ferret in your wardrobe is. Luckily, the fire brigade caught the spider. They put it in a cardboard box and they transported it to a nearby Hannon Zoo Center, which cares for animals, a special type of... Is it? It's a special type of spider. Preston, is it legal to put a meerkat in a humidor? No. Okay. Strangely enough, that's illegal. Uh, in Virginia... A man wanted in three jurisdictions was arrested Monday after striking 10 vehicles before climbing onto the roof of a Five Guys Guys Burgers and Fries restaurant and hiding in an air conditioning unit. Not to go off on a tangent here, but were you not surprised at how popular Five Guys is in London? Yeah. In fact, I ate there. Yeah. We needed a quick meal, so stopped off Five Guys, got a burger. On uh, Monday, shortly before 10 a.m., deputies responded to reports of multiple vehicle accidents. Uh, deputies determined that the driver of a Ford pickup truck hauling a trailer holding another pickup truck crashed into vehicles, four of which were occupied when struck. Both of the pickup trucks later uh, returned stolen, and four subjects were transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Well, after striking the vehicle, the subject, who was intoxicated, scaled a metal pipe alongside the building and climbed onto the roof of the five guys where he was found hiding in an air conditioning unit. <laughs> if the guy's intoxicated, I don't know how the hell he climbed a pole up on the side of the building. Maybe he was. Uh, maybe he had drunk strength. The suspect, James Edward Bauman, <laughs> was wanted out uh, of uh, three jurisdictions, and he was incarcerated 
uh, and sent to the regional jail without bond and his outstanding warrants. The investigation is ongoing and additional charges are pending. Now, there's a thing called beer muscles, right? right. But um, that is the illusion that you're stronger than you are. Right. right. You ne- you're never you imbued are. with superhuman capabilities no. if you get drunk? No. no. Uh, two inmates tried to escape custody by bolting from a Washington state courtroom, and they found their way out. But the judge took matters into his own hands, and he made their run for freedom a short one. Courthouse video shows the two inmates being led from the courtroom, uh, but instead of following orders to go back into the jail, uh, the two men uh, headed for the door, and that's when Judge R.W. Buzzard leaped into action. Was he sitting on a minibike? I don't know. They said, uh, I didn't know what uh, to think by the time they hit the door, and I'm like, there's nobody between them and the street, so I wanted at least to find out where they were going. Well, both Cody Howard and Tanner Jacobson were still handcuffed when they took off, but it wasn't without a few hiccups. Howard did a face plant, lost a shoe, and then fell behind Jacobson, causing them both to fall three flights of stairs. Wow, this so is a proactive judge. So these idiots uh, couldn't make it out of there. But uh, the tumble allowed Buzzard to make up ground. He said, "Once I got to the stairwell, I knew that I was going to be I was going to be able to catch the one that was just in front of me because I immediately started gaining on him." Super judge uh, Jacobson made it out to the street, but the judge grabbed Howard at the emergency exit, and Jacobson was arrested a few blocks away. He definitely was. A help to us getting them in custody, the chief of police said. I uh, am the law. I uh, said this is not the first time, apparently, uh, that Judge Buzzard has gotten involved in an incident, but I don't have any stories as to what those incidents were. You boys have any plans to play rabbit? Uh, the judge is back on the bench holding court as normal. So uh, he helped him out, and we're going to wrap it up there. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Secret text word. We have a chance for you to win a prize, and if you've been playing along, uh, you can call in now. I need a secret text number caller, and uh, Nick, you never get to pick. It's usually Kathy. Give me a number caller. How about uh, 22? Yeah! Caller 22 and 215-263-WMMR. Yeah! You get tickets to see Hailstorm, and in this moment at uh, BB&T Pavilion Indoors on Saturday, November 17th. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. Also grab a random text. We'll find out who that is when we return. We'll take a break on this Halloween morning with more stuff. Stay with us. Come up. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, we were looking for a number caller for the secret text word. And this morning, it's uh, caller number 22. And we are going to go to Art, who is on the line. Art, are you there, sir? Yes, I am. Excellent. All right, Art, if you can tell me. Uh, the secret text word, then we have... Hang on a sec. Hang on a minute. Hang on a second. Are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay, if you can tell me the secret text word, we have a prize for you. What is it, sir? Uh, the secret text word is maniac, and yeah. I'm right now I'm dancing like I've never danced before. Yes! <laughs> well done, sir. Hang on just a second. We will get your information, and we are going to give you... Uh, some tickets to see Hailstorm. Yeah, I know. I probably should have used some Hailstorm music. Uh, my bad. Okay, so we're we're playing Incubus. I was just, I was a little. Oh, confused. it's got Maniac in the uh, title. That's Nickel the only Maniac, reason yeah. I did that. But do we, we have Flashdance. Do we have Maniac for Flashdance? Uh, here you go, Hailstorm. <laughs> and in this moment, the BB and T Pavilion indoors, <laughs> Saturday, November seventeenth, and uh, tickets are on sale now. <laughs> Via Ticketmaster.com. And we will also congratulate Laura Kress, who is from Croydon, Pennsylvania, 
and she gets the same thing. So once again, hailstorm. And in this moment, BB&T Pavilion Indoors Saturday, on November 17th. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. So uh, we are going to go straight into the uh, lesson question, correct? That's what we're doing now? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, yeah. Nick, you're going to you're gonna have to give that to me because I didn't. I didn't peek at the lesson questions. Did I? Yeah, oh, there no, they're here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I'm losing my mind all morning, so I didn't even know if I got them over to you or not. All right, I got it. Uh, who is uh, who is the new person who is going to be interviewing Dr. Hannibal Lecter? 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> uh, who will be interviewing Dr. Hannibal Lecter? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening, you ought to know this one. Call now. We're going to be doing the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. And you can uh, fuel up this fall at Dunkin' with $2 any size iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious flavors like maple pecan or pumpkin. America runs on Duncan. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Ronnie Ortiz Magro staying in the news, revealing that that huge shiner he's sporting was caused by girlfriend Jen Harley smashing him in the face with a phone. Harley has explained herself, admitting she completely misunderstood the concept of the iPhone. (laughs) Al Roker getting the last laugh and is replacing Megyn Kelly in the 9 a.m. Today Show slot Kelly replaced him in last year. Mm. Roker says when he got the call, he literally pooped his pants, but more accurately, <laughs> continued pooping his pants. Oh, my God. And finally, Kendall Jenner saying the greatest relationship advice she ever got came from Khloe Kardashian, who told her to never apologize for the men you love. Khloe says that's how she managed to land a mid-level NBA star who stroked out at a whorehouse or an NBA player who can't stop gangbanging tub girls. Dude. <laughs> that's your Hollywood track. All righty. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to this. Uh, who is the new FBI agent who is going to be interviewing Dr. Hannibal Lecter? I will go to Kevin, see if we know the answer. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, ma'am? Good, how you doing? Great, buddy. Who's going to be interviewing Dr. Lecter? I'm not sure. I think that's Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Jackson, yeah. Hang on a second, Kevin. Bill's poison. Yeah, this is from the Lost Boys. You're lost. Yes. Uh, Kevin... Is going to get, uh, let's see, a pair of tickets. Oh, this is great. On show number two of True TV's Impractical Jokers, the Cranges McBasketball World Comedy Tour, starring the Tenderloins and is presented by The Preston and Steve Show. Brand new tour, Saturday, January 19th. And the second show is at 8 p.m. at the Met in Philadelphia on North Broad. But North Broad. And uh, tickets go on sale this Friday. At uh, 10 a.m. via TheMetPhilly.com. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, I have some stories. We'll begin with Eddie Vedder and Incubus, who we were just playing, Casey. Oh, Eddie Vedder. In honor of Hailstorm. And Incubus (laughs) will headline the... What's being called the Innings Festival at uh, Tempe Beach Park. On March 2nd and 3rd, 2019, Incubus will play on uh, March 2nd along with Shell Crow, Cake, Group Love, Blues Traveler, Dorothy, and others, and then Pearl Jam. Well, that is an excellent bill right there. Is going to close the show on on the 3rd, uh, preceded by Jimmy Eat World, Band of Horses, Liz Fair, Matt Carney, and more. So it's it's full Pearl no. Jam? No, it's just no. Ed. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's this Pearl Jam here. I'm like, come, come on. on, people, with That's this wrong. news. Yeah, it's Eddie Solo. Fake okay. news. Fake news. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, and let's see. There will also be special appearances by baseball legends Roger Clemens, Jake Peavy, Sean Casey, Huston Street, and Eric Burns. Is it Huston? Uh, Houston. Is it Houston? It's uh, yeah, spelled wrong. I know, yeah. Um, uh, Roger Clemens, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is Why, he uh, saying? Uh, Are all the other guys current players? or No, I just say uh, that's... I, I'm surprised by that choice. I, I didn't... I hadn't, no idea that he was connected at all to any things like this, but um, okay. Uh, Gerald Strawberry, yeah, right. What's Doc good enough to? <laughs> along with that, though, I would I would see it that festival along with uh, curated food vendors, family activities, and more. Uh, the festival is tied to the start of Arizona's Cactus League spring oh, training. Uh, for which fans uh, travel from all over the country. That makes more sense. Okay, why? Well, just because I'm a, I'm a big fan of baseball. There are more teams now in Arizona than there are in Florida. There, there was this migration over the last uh, 10, 15 years of spring training teams, uh, locations leaving Florida cities and, and moving to Arizona. Is it because of rain? I, I, I think so, yeah. That has a lot to do with it. And it, it just uh, uh, geographic proximity as well. So um, it's just easier for teams to be in the desert than it is to be in Florida. And so there are more MLB teams that uh, have their spring training hmm. in Arizona now than do in uh, in Florida. It's a fun fact. We also have the highest concentration of earwigs. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> so, come on out, everybody. <laughs> I didn't know that was a selling point. It's a selling point to some people. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> tickets are on sale at uh, inningfestival.com. Uh, Two-day general admission pass costs $130, while uh, one day is 99 bucks. That's not bad. Uh, for two days to be able to go to uh, that many yeah, uh, but and, and all good in, bands. In this day and age of, of concert price, uh, ticket prices. And did you say uh, G-Love? I saw his name up there as well. No, I didn't say that. I think he's on the second day with Eddie. Uh, VIP and Horses Incubus. These are some solid bands here. A VIP pass, which gets you access to a viewing platform and lounge, costs uh, $380 for two days and 250 for one. Gives you access to the Earwig Bar. Uh, <laughs> the Earwig Bar? Yeah. Wow. Oh, they have so many of them. Uh, there are also pricier platinum VIP packages available along with uh, layaway payment plans at all three levels. This is the first 2019 show announced for Eddie Vedder. Uh, the band uh, Pearl Jam is reportedly recording its new album expected to be released next year. The Revivalists uh, have released an anti-gun violence song called Shoot You Down in partnership with uh, Revolutions Per Minute, the proceeds uh, from the track are going to the Every Town for Gun Safety Support Fund. Uh, the band was inspired to record the song by the shootings at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Of course, it left 17 people dead. Uh, Frontman David Shaw said, Shoot You Down is a song that was written straight from the heart earlier this year. It's an anti-gun violence song uh, meant to bring awareness to a very serious and increasing issue that we currently have in, our, in this country. We believe that music has the power to change minds and lives. This is our pledge to survivors and victims. We love you, and we are with you. Shoot You Down is available as a limited edition orange and yellow 7-inch vinyl single with the new track on side A and a fan favorite called You and I on side B. Uh, the orange color has been symbolic for the gun violence prevention movement since 15-year-old uh, Hadia Pendleton's friends uh, began to wear orange in honor after she was shot and killed in Chicago in 2013. Uh, fans can purchase the vinyl uh, exclusively at independent record stores around the country with all sales directly going to the Every Town for Gun Safety Support Fund. And then finally, Nine Inch Nails duo, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, have signed on to score The Woman in the Window, an upcoming uh, thriller starring Amy Adams, Gary Oldman, and Julianne Moore. Oh, I like that. The film is due out in October of next year. 
Uh, the pair have also revealed that uh, they scored the forthcoming sci-fi film Bird Box, which stars Sandra Bullock and premieres on Netflix in December. They're really picking up steam with uh, with doing more in films and television. Uh, Reznor and Ross currently have a score in theaters for the Jonah Hill-directed movie Mid-90s and are also working on music uh, for the upcoming HBO series Watchmen, based on the classic comic book of the same name. Jeez, they're doing some cool stuff. Yeah, speaking to Variety about Watchmen, Reznor explained, we reached out to uh, Damon Lindelof, who's running this, and the HBO camp, when I first heard about it, because I've been a fan of Damon since Lost, and I was completely blown away by The Leftovers. Also, a big fan of Watchmen. I appreciate the fearlessness that taking on that property and the IP would require. Uh, Nine Inch Nails is currently touring across North America in support of the latest EP, which is called Bad Witch. And the band is on a short break at the moment, but uh, begins a three-night stand in New Orleans on November 23rd. Mm. Uh, well, um, just a, a note that the common earwig was introduced into North America in 1907 <laughs> from Europe, but tends to be more common, Steve, yeah. in uh, the southern and southwestern parts of the United States. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, he was right. What do you think I made it up? <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. I long have I been doing music? I know my bugs. Uh, in the airways, okay. Yep. Southwest United States, that makes total sense. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the... Uh, Come on out. In the music news for this morning. Let's do this, Preston. Uh, all right, then give me a music bed here, please, for your place. All right, so... Um, so earwig announcement? Uh, it's not an earwig oh. announcement. It's not an announcement at all. Okay. Uh, no. It's just more giveaways. It's more an acknowledgement. Uh, instant Family, <laughs> which we have a screening of. Tomorrow night, Casey's hosting it. He'll be there with writer-director Sean Anders. Uh, this will be at 7 p.m. in the city at the Landmark Ritz East. Uh, it's an old city, actually, and you'll need to be there by 6.30. So the Q&A happens after the movie. And if you stick around for that, and the only way you can get registered for this trip is to stick around after the Q&A, uh, you could get a trip to Los Angeles for the premiere. That's November, excellent. November 11th. And uh, this is the guy, by the way, who did both Daddy's Home movies. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And uh, this is the first time that Mark Wahlberg is the lead. And he's done a lot of comedy and proof he, he proves, has proven he can do it. But this is the first time he is starring in a comedy project. Uh, you have to be at least 21 years of age to be eligible to win. And that's airfare, hotel, tickets to the film premiere, and uh, Paramount Pictures Studio Lot Tour. So 10 callers. We'll put you on the list, 215-263-WMMR. The Ewings are active tonight. We're going to take... <laughs> they come for your youngest child. <laughs> Steal away into the darkness, their pincers clicking in harmony. You can't fight it. It's the only way to stay alive. <laughs> Is this a movie or... <laughs> Earwig. Yeah. 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 From uh, Eddie Vedder Productions. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a second. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Stone Temple Pilots. The record company. Shinedown. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I want to thank uh, Dunkin' Donuts anyway yeah. for, uh, for bringing by the food this morning. We uh, had some uh, people stop in today in conjunction uh, with uh, Sprint Stores and Location, a little get-together, and uh, they had won tickets at some of our uh, appearances uh, to Bates Motel, the country's uh, best haunted hayride, and a sit-in on the morning show, and a breakfast provided by Dunkin' Donuts. This is Halloween. Get your day running on Dunkin'. Stop by today and grab two bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches for 5 bucks. 
America Runs on Dunkin' Participation may vary. Limited time offer. So thanks for that. Too. Their their bagels, by the way, are very competitive. They're damn good. And I, you know, coming from New York and the legendary New York bagels, these these are solid bagels. They hit the spot, man. Do not dismiss their bagels. And uh, what else was I going to mention? Yes, uh, partly cloudy tomorrow. High seventy three. Even warmer, and then Friday, some thunderstorms are coming to the area. But we're still going to be high seventy-two, and we'll get back into the low, uh, the high fifties after that. We have our, our morning show cricket league is playing on Friday, yep. so, so we got to yeah, be ready. We picked it up over in England uh, with those. Yes, we became uh, quite uh, well versed in, uh, yeah. in all things cricket. Yeah, except uh, once you hit them with the bat, they just splatter. You were playing the wrong game. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was using real crickets. You were using real um, crickets. Damn it. Uh, but we tried. Anyway, so Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man, it's good to see you again. Those well, are my headphones that you were adjusting. My headphones. Yeah, they're not working. Yeah, so you blew my ears up, and now they're off. Okay. Oh, yeah, Nick's got to plug into that, <laughs> so don't turn that Don't touch that knob anymore, because now I can't hear anything. And uh, and use those over there. Yeah, we had... Nick was on the, on the plane, and um, so we had our own headphones that we took with us over to Europe to use right. for the broadcast, and so... When you're when you're watching the in-flight entertainment, if you have really good professional headphones, you should use them because they sound fantastic. Uh, but unfortunately, where you plug them in, it's a, it has an eighth-inch adapter, which is kind of small. Yes. And the guy next to Nick knocked it and snapped it off. Snap! Look at that. Snap the adapter oh off. Yeah. So he has busted headphones, which sucks. So he's gotta he's gotta use the the uh, guest studio headphones that we have. So that's why he's working on that. But anyway, uh, welcome back, hey, weary travelers. Good to be back, man. I tell you, we were weary yesterday. You know, any any day you take lengthy over you know four or five hour flights, you right. be a little wiped out. It was it was a long day yesterday, but we're it's happy a, to be back. It's a direct shot though, London to Philly, right? Yeah. That's yeah. that's Which, good. Makes it does a lot make easier. a difference. And uh, coming yeah. coming east to west is easier, I think, with the time yeah. readjustment as opposed to west to east. So uh, we got that going for us. When I've gone there, I've taken the afternoon flight, which gets in here relatively, you know, reasonably early, eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, uh, time wise. But uh, you had said you were leaving at seven a.m. there, which got you in here. No, we, the flight we, was at nine fifty-five. Yeah, yeah, oh, the flight okay. was at ten. We needed London to get to the airport early, but. Um, Flying back, we arrived uh, around 2 o'clock. We, we got hit about a half hour earlier than we were scheduled to, oh, which cool. was wonderful. And so, winter airport parking. Yeah, Dear God, so yeah. wonderful. I have, I used them based on uh, your recommendation, and uh, it's just a, very cool. Yeah. And it's a brilliant idea. I, I love to see th- yeah. that innovation. And now if you have, like I have the app on my phone, it makes it extraordinarily easy. Yeah. And it's, it's a great option. And if you want to option in to have your car detailed or get oh, your wow. oil changed or have an inspection done, they do all that stuff while you're gone. You don't have to worry about it. So I got a detailed wow. job while I was gone. Oh, that's, that's a cool. nice, clean car to come back to. I don't have any oil in my car, but um, if oh. I ever get some, I'll do that. That's a good call. It's good. Maybe it will replace your 3,000-pound battery. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be good, too. This is marvelous. So it was a great broadcast, uh, and it was Thanks. such a cool thing to wrap it around the Eagles thing, and uh, and you know to hear Philly people over there, and the first uh, broadcast from the ship, and the second one from the hotel with uh, actual folks stopping by. Yeah, really cool. Very it just uh, it was. Great That's fun. awesome. Thanks. We we, we you know you're, you're sort of doing it. And you're like I we were saying. We hope this sounds interesting because we were having a blast. But again, you know we're there. No, I thought it sounded great. Yeah, and as I said to you uh, Monday on the crossover, uh, just hearing even a studio technician talk yeah. is fine. Just read something, you know. Read me something like, um, 
the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. You know, anything. Right. And um, and then well, they said, no, I, do, I think you've got to adjust that, Preston. Oh, God, that sounds great. <laughs> you know, it's anything, anything they say. So yeah. That was cool. We were actually, uh, one time we were out for dinner and, and a woman who didn't have an English accent because there are people from, you know, it's a melting pot. It's like right. New York. It's people from all over the world that have settled in and work yeah. and live in, in London. A woman had a very arch accent, one that I couldn't place, but she was commenting on how much she loved mine and Rochelle's accent. I was like, what accent? You know, we're so, so not used to hearing that. You're the one that talks stupid. Yeah, you talk funny. Well, that's I, I have asked English people from time to time if because the most imitated accent in the world, or at least in America, is the English accent. Everyone imitates an English accent, uh, for better or for worse. So I've asked many an English man or woman, uh, if they ever imitate American accents, and and they go, y'all, yeah, y'all gonna it's usually do that? that, yeah, they'll go southern usually. Well, we had the two. The they YouTubers. won't say. Um, they won't say wooder. We had Joel and Leah on, who have a, a YouTuber. They they are constantly compare and contrast uh, uh, Western, you know, the the, the United States with uh, England, and uh, they actually did two pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, American accents. Fair, uh, fairly generic American yeah. Midwest type accents, yeah. So, Pierre, I was thinking about you and Preston and the radio station a lot the other day because I got to go to Abbey Road Studios wow. and, and walk around and cross Abbey Road itself. And uh, I was just thinking about the fact that MMR was playing that record when it was new. You know, it came out in 1967 and, uh, and, and Sgt. Peppers was around the same time, but it was... Uh, it, it not lost on me that uh, our radio station has been a part of the Beatles' history just as much as the Beatles have been a part of MMR's history. And I just it was a cool experience experience for me. I, I actually got a little emotional while I was there. Uh, connection to the station, to to you, to my parents, and uh, it's just an amazing place. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to visit it, but it's it's unreal how cool I have it is. Not I, uh, I every time I've gone there, and I've been a fair amount of times now. I've not made it. Do you, can you actually take a tour through? Yeah, the the studio is still a working studio, so you can't go in there. Uh, but there's a store next store and Preston alerted me to that fact and the store has all, all sorts of memorabilia there was sheet music on the wall uh, that um, George Martin had created of uh, from yesterday and it's it's the actual sheet music from yesterday when that was uh, created 50 some years ago and and uh, I bought an album cover uh, you know of the Abbey Road uh, uh, walk of, of the four Beatles walking across Abbey Road uh, but you can really buy almost anything Beatles related but so many people have, uh, continue to work and record there yeah. so you can't get a tour of the studio itself while it's um, while it's functioning as a studio but you uh -huh. can uh, walk around it and you can see the the store next door it's it's an amazing place is there not a place where people put signatures or something because yeah. my friend John Langenstein who works for a lot of uh, different bands, um, he put my name in that area. Yeah, uh, nice. There's a whole uh, wall that's white, and I assume that they probably paint it every month or two because it, there are a lot of people who have written on it. Uh, um, and But you can you can write whatever message you want on there. So a lot of people would write uh, lyrics from the Beatles, but people would say hi to other Beatles fans from around the world. It, it's a cool place, and I think you would love it. There's um, also a series of photographs uh, from the, the, I don't know who the photographer was, who took the original shot of them walking across the crosswalk. But there are alternate versions of that photograph yeah. when they did different takes. Let's, well, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? And it's really interesting to see the ones that didn't make the cut because mm. we're so used to the final one. Yeah. There are images of the uh, cover of um, 
uh, Sergeant Pepper as well that yep. they didn't use, but or even as they're setting up that area to take those photos. I love those kinds of behind-the-scenes things. It's it's a busy road, and there's traffic there all the time. So if you're going to take a photo, you have to do it pretty quickly, and uh, there may be cars that are whizzing by you as you do so. <laughs> but uh, shortly after my girlfriend and I took our photos, uh, a guy from Philly was walking across the street, took his shoes off, just like Paul does on, on the cover. So that, I, mean, I did that too. Did you? Did you? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really neat place, and, and just some incredible photos. Well, and one last thing. When you, when you look at the album cover, which again speaks to the magnus, uh, magnificence of albums uh, in, in just in terms of an art form or even a CD, when you spend some time as opposed to just downloading a song or even an album worth of songs, you see that artwork. And what you look at, if you have the vinyl, because it's a little larger, you look at Abbey Road and you can see people in the background going, What's that? What's going yeah. on there? Yeah. You know, and you can see clearly, like, I think there's an old guy going, well, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, what is this over here? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Pierre, it does, the, this is all, and Preston, you can back this up, too. Uh, the, all that legend about uh, Paul McCartney, you know, that it was replaced with a duplicate. You remember that whole thing? Right. That was, uh, and then as they walk across the street here, Paul has no shoes on, and that's, the, the rumor was, that's how they buried Right, people, uh, yeah, and he, yeah. he also he had a cigarette in his hand, and he's the only one walking out of step with him, and John is Jesus, and uh, you have the preacher is Ringo, Paul yeah. is the corpse, and then the grave digger is, is George, following them up, if you do that, and then the uh, the the uh, um, uh, the VW Bug there, its license plate is 28IF, which is how 28IF, if Paul had lived, he would have been 28 years old. Oh, there's, a whole, oh, there's a whole oh. bunch of symbolism oh. on that, that people... <laughs> Made up. Yeah, it's or a bunch just, of crap. They yeah. were just walking across the street and it was a cool I, photo. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but there's a lot of stuff in there, yeah. That actually was Minerva's grandfather, that Volkswagen right there. <laughs> <laughs> across the bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just uh, just so you know. Some of those, uh, there's a picture of the doors uh, when they did the um, Morrison Hotel shoot, um, which was a legendary story in and of itself where... Um, they saw the hotel, and the photographer, Henry Dilt, said, That's, we've got to do the shot there. And he ran in and asked the guy, beat up old CD motel, can we, or hotel, can we use this? And he goes, no. And they stood outside, and he's got the four doors with him. And the guy, and he goes, what are we going to do? And the guy steps be out of the room. He goes, quick, lads, in there. Yeah. And they shot the cover that way. And then they went around a corner, and... Um, uh, there was a this beat-up old bar, and I think the bar was called the Hard Rock Cafe, and before there was a Hard Rock Cafe, and there's pictures of the inside of the Morrison Hotel with the band drinking with all these older, retired, you know, VFW guys, it looks like, and working-class folks, and th- they're going, who the hell let these hippies in? <laughs> you know, and, but those background shots where, you know, somebody... Uh, of a rock stature just appears in the midst of something else. Always crack me up. That's cool, man. Um, well, listen, we need to do, we got people waiting for the letters, so why don't, why don't we do that? Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Uh, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A as in always. All right, we have an opportunity if you live large like Marissa with a hotel stay at the Western Hotel in the city, dinner at Opa. And two tickets to see Storm Large's Crazy Kind of Love concert with the Philly Pops at the Kimmel Center Friday, November 9th. Storm's uh, Crazy Kind of Love set 
Features classic rock hits as well as songs like I've Got You Under My Skin, Somebody to Love, and Forever Young. Uh, tickets are on sale now at phillypops.org. So we'll give that away on Friday. What's coming up on the show, man? We've got Mark Knopfler tickets again at the Met, uh, and uh, it's important to plan ahead. It's August 17th, <laughs> and it's going on sale Friday, so that makes a lot of sense, and um, we'll have a pair of tickets for that. And then hopefully you won't forget about them and lose them between now and August 17th, but that's when he's coming back. And uh, our workforce blocks, as we always do on this particular date, will be all Halloween-oriented nice. material. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let me thank our sponsors, and we'll begin with the one we were just talking about. Winter Airport Parking, <clears throat> the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, Preston and Steve Show also brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Tomorrow on our program, uh, our buddy Michael Barkan. Yeah! The long times we've seen him, so he'll be popping in. Always a lot of fun. And I'm sure we'll have some post-Halloween things to talk about and more. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow again. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. You know, I'm not sure what would make a Kit Kat glow in the dark, but I'm fairly certain that you shouldn't ingest it. But hey, kids, how about it? Happy Halloween. Next message. Darling, let's go down to Wembley and watch those barbaric Americans play football. Oh, yes. Let's. Welcome home. Hope you have a great time. Woo! Go Eagles. Go Preston and Steve. Woo! Next message. It's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. <laughs>